This week on Nintendo Main, we're recovering for E3, and we have Casey Kitchell on here to talk about his new game, Max Duo. I'm pretty sure I don't like Fortnite. Ooh. Welcome to Nintendo Made Podcast, episode 126. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Battle Pass Johnson. I'm Jeremy Quad Killer McCowski. I'm John Fully Recovered Knitter. And we have a guest this week, uh, Casey Kitchell. What's up, man? Hello. I'm Casey. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a middle name for yourself? Uh, well, you've just complicated this. So I go by my middle name, uh, Casey, and I have a first name, which is Andrew. So Andrew mm. Casey Kitchell. Okay. Is, uh, <laughs> what is uh, Casey? What What is your favorite Nintendo game? What is my favorite Nintendo game? Oh, well, uh, I wouldn't know right off the top of my head. But I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart, especially uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe oh, okay. uh, online. Yeah. Um, right now, that's probably like my main one. So, mm-hmm. but really liking uh, Breath of the Wild and maybe favorite. Uh, yeah, I just off the of my head. There, there's just too much, too much good content mm-hmm. on Nintendo was to to uh, sure. Yeah. The, so I, I tend to be a fan of the Pokemon series, though, right? Oh, I do. Yeah, I am is that a, a favorite fan series. Of Pokemon series. Is that, is that your favorite series then? Pokemon? Uh, probably. Okay. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Ooh. <laughs> mm, you know, I was thinking about that <laughs> just earlier today, and I was just like, how do you make someone choose Pikachu over Charizard or vice versa? That's, that's oh, those, just... those are your two? <laughs> probably. My, my favorite Pokemon is Alakazam, so. Uh... Oh, you can, uh, nice. Think, judge me on that if you want to. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Gengar's up, Gengar is up there, too. Yeah, Gengar's cool. I always liked Alakazam because uh, Abra was such was so hard to catch. And in the very first right. Pokemon, the Psychic-type mm-hmm. Pokemon were super strong. So he was basically the guy yeah. I kept in my party at all times. And he was could kill everybody really quickly. So I have a lot of love for Ab- Abra, Kadabra, and, and Alakazam. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're here to talk about Nintendo and Nintendo-related stuff. I just every all of our guests, I always want to ask what their favorite Nintendo game is, just oh, okay, just cool. out of curiosity. But you have a Switch, then it sounds like. So yes, I do have a Switch. You've been playing a lot of uh, Mario Kart and uh, Breath of the Wild. Those yes. are both great games. Yes. So. Yeah, lately. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely the Mario Kart. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild for sure. Nice. How far are you in Breath of the Wild? So Breath of the Wild, so when I uh, went, well, I got my Switch November, so like around Thanksgiving last year, right before, mm-hmm. right, right after Thanksgiving, before the holiday, and um, well, I think Breath of the Wild was like one of the first titles I got, because Breath of the Wild, well, I thought, well Breath of the Wild, um, Mario Odyssey, and uh, Mario Kart, those were the first three I bought, mm-hmm. and I, I played Breath of the Wild a bit, and 
and and then I put it down. And then through one of my streamers that I watch online, I, I watch a bit of online streamers and whatnot. Some mm-hmm. of them play Breath of the Wild and other Nintendo content and other stuff. But um, I saw his gameplay and was like, oh, you know what? I should revisit Breath of the Wild and just go for it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, really enjoying it again, even like a second time. Even though I didn't even finish like my first like time I picked it up, but, like, you know, playthrough. Mm-hmm. It was really just more of kind of like exploring uh Hyrule because <laughs> well, uh, sure. uh, that's the game <laughs> mm-hmm. and um even a second time through it is still just like amazing have you beat any of the beasts like have you okay, done any so of i have yeah i have two beasts down i have um uh, the water beast was that ruta yeah ruta and then um the uh lizard so death mountain beast oh, okay so uh I don't. Re- yeah, it's been so long since I played it that I don't remember which 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 was the hard one. Which is the lightning one? Is that is that the desert Ooh, one? That's the camel. Yeah, that's the camel. Okay. The camel, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the last one. That the, yeah. Yeah. I got the bird and the camel left. I thought the fire one was pretty difficult compared to some of the others. Mm-hmm. So it's nice you got that one done. Yeah, buying uh, buying that and Mario Odyssey and Mario Kart Eight all at the same time. It's kind of like I understand how <laughs> one might fall in the shuffle because there's like all those games are great. So. You could spend, yeah. put a lot of time into any of those. Right. I mean, hundreds of hours you could spend in those three games alone and then never need to buy another game for the Switch. But, of course, I mean, there's there's going to be so much more on the Switch that, yeah, you're going to want more. <laughs> sure. Have you played Fortnite now that it's free on there? Oh, I have not played Fortnite, and I don't. I think that's a game I just don't. It doesn't interest me. Mm. Um, it hasn't sunk its teeth in me yet. <laughs> I didn't think I liked it either, but I kind of I like it now. It's oh, it, okay. it can be pretty addicting, actually. I think it's fun. That's I mean, what, that's that's one of my concerns. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun at the moment. I don't know. We'll see how long it goes for it. But right, I think it's pretty cool. Though. Yeah, it's Why free. Not? I'll play it until I hate it. And I mean, I'm getting close <laughs> to that. But you getting close to hating it? Well, I did. I did. Uh, which you haven't mentioned yet, Trey, but I did I did what you did just to try it out. And did, it makes it a little more fun. You did the battle pass? Yeah, I just figured I'd give it a try since I well, put enough pass? time into the game. Yeah, what exactly is that? Uh, the battle pass, you basically pay, like, what is it like? I mean, we have to pay $10 to put, like, the uh, however much uh, V points on there so you can buy this battle pass. And once you get the battle pass, you actually mm. can unlock stuff every time you level up, so it makes the game more interesting. But, oh, the, okay. but the way the battle pass works is, like, if you play it all the time, you only have to buy it once because like mm-hmm. through having the battle pass, you unlock more V points. So if you play enough in one season, you lock and unlock enough V points to buy the battle pass for the next season and so on and so forth. So you can like pretty much pay one time and then have it for free forever. <laughs> 10 bucks you know? or so. It's just, uh, I only paid $10 for it. But it requires, yeah, it requires a dedication of keeping it going. So that's, mm-hmm. that's where they get you. But it's all, it's all cosmetic other than I guess, well, the XP boost is nice. Yeah, you get an XP boost, but you also, I mean, you unlock, like, loading screens and, like, different costumes for your characters, and you can have different skins for, like, your pickaxe or whatever, but you also mm-hmm. unlock V-points, which you can use for the next, the battle pass for the next season, so that's kind of, that's kind of how that works, so if you play enough of it, you only gotta pay, like, once, and you'll still get all okay. the shit, but it makes the game... It's leading me to not liking it, I haven't made a decision yet, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I said at the beginning, I, I think I don't like it, um, <laughs> the reason is... Well, I've been playing it for two hours, and I still don't really like. I don't know, like spend most of the time wandering around looking for people, yeah. and just like chopping at random buildings and things. Yep. And then <laughs> That's you get like out of twenty minutes, you get you get a highlight of maybe like you know thirty seconds of action, and then you're dead. 
Well, so, yeah, I, I mean that's that's kind of not how really how the game works though. It's not like uh, it's not like Doom where you're like supposed to just be constantly killing people. It's more yeah, about yeah. survival. You're like hunting know. or you know, trying to yeah. save people out. There's that if you, I, or whatever. I'd say if you're hunting, which I try to do, what and like if especially if I get a good sniper rifle. You know, you get a good sniper rifle, it changes the game because then you're like, you are hunting people and then the action is stretched out over how long. Because I got a good sniper rifle. I killed someone the other day and uh, they were, they had all this awesome gear and uh, they were actually, cho- <laughs> they were, they were chopping a tree down and I, I took them out and uh, they had this awesome sniper rifle and like uh-huh. all the resources I needed. So then I, uh, I ended up like, it was so fun because I ended up like sniping like three different people. So I killed four. Nice. Uh-huh. People that match, oh, hence quad killer, and of course once I got the four kills in one match, I I wanted to play a bunch more after that, and the most I've gotten is three. Other than that, but uh-huh. it's uh it's fun, and I and I think I got to like fourth place that match, so yeah. I got oh, nice. close. close to yeah, end. I've actually so it was enough to to make me want to keep playing it. I guess you kind of is there really a sense of is there really a sense of progression ultimately? Because I'm not I'm not finding that so far. I mean, like, not not really. It seems like each match is independent, and they are. That's what's yeah. great. That's what's great about it because you actually don't. I mean, you don't need to pay anything for it ever because yeah. there's no way for you to make your character stronger because that would defeat the purpose of the game. The purpose of the game is that you like, all start yeah, off on the same like level. A, for, for instance, one of the reasons I love the game that I mention all the time, Rocket League, because yeah. you get to you get to you do get to level up. You have different rankings, and as you win each match, you advance to you know silver and and different rank, ranking systems right mm-hmm. so you feel even though there's you can check in for a five minute game you feel like it's adding to something overall for the season but there's no like yeah. seasons or anything like that in fortnite mm-hmm. where you like up yourself to a different class or anything is that right i mean you're you're leveling up and if you have the battle pass you level up and get new outfits and stuff so i guess like if you're wearing a certain outfit you're you're, you're whatever you know i don't know i i find right. the it gets really thrilling, like, the far the farther you go, like, the less the people that there are. I actually yeah. made it to second place last night, which was pretty fucking awesome. But I ended up dying because the guy created a structure really quickly, and I couldn't get to him. And plus, like, are when you, you... Are you getting better at crafting? Well, when you, get, when you get to the very last two, there's not a whole lot of space to move around in. Like, I feel like it's, like, you're, like, a foot apart from each other, pretty much. So, it was really... There wasn't really any room for me to build something other than what he had. So, I was basically kind of, like trying to knock his shit down and get to him. But yeah. there's really, if I go, <laughs> if I went, fun. if I went anywhere outside of that, I'm in the fucking storm bubble. So it's like, it's hard. <laughs> so I ended up getting killed because I fell in the storm bubble. But, oh, you know, it's like, anything to, does it do anything to pair you with, with players of equal skill or is everybody really just thrown into whatever pile of players they happen to get? I, that I don't know if they, if they put you together based on your ranking or not. I don't know. I don't know if that is. I don't know either. Because you can't really look at a list of all the people that are in there. You'll only know until after they kill you, you know, or like, yeah, you only know after you die, like, <laughs> like who killed you. So it's kind of like, it doesn't really, sh- I mean, it'll show you how many people are left, but it won't show you like who they are and what their level is and all that. So if like Jeremy was in a match with me, I would never know unless he killed me or I killed him. You know, it would be <laughs> yeah. the only way we'd be able Which to tell. We do our best to do. Unless we were playing like duos or something like that, but. Right. Or like, I don't know. Team I don't know. I find it addictive. Uh, the, like pretty much every time I've played, I make it to like the top ten. So I feel like I've been getting better at it. But I don't really, I don't really go on the hunt. I mean, I just I look for better weapons and for more uh, crafting stuff. But I just I only kill people when I see them when they're around me, and then I'll hunt them unless 
they unless it's not unless it doesn't seem like a good shot, then I'll then I'll move away and go hunt somebody else. Is like kind of how I do it, so I, I think that's why I last longer because because I, I don't really the best is when go I, after people. I like when uh, I run up on two people that are having a fight; they're fighting each other, and then one <laughs> of them wears the other one down. And yeah, then and then you kill the other one. That person wins. Yeah, and then you just like they're shoot doing that a little dance and you just pick them off. Yeah, I actually uh-huh. just I just did I that. I had a earlier. guy do that. Yeah. yeah, I had a guy do that where he like stole this other guy's structure, and um, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna creep right into this structure. And I went in there, and he had his map out, and he's just looking at it. He wasn't like doing anything. Just ran right up to him and just shot him in the head. After yeah. he just like taking all this crap from the other guy, it was awesome. <laughs> there, there is a lot of shit to find in the game. Like, did you know that there's that you can find the letters to spell Fortnite? Like, have you found any of those letters yet? I well, found a couple letters. I, I found one on the top of a house that I like landed on. I found that I found an F, and I was like, whoa, okay. I feel like you're always finding extra shit. That you didn't. Yeah, know, I found an end. Find that places. Makes sense. I was wondering why that was. Yeah. Uh, so you find extra shit that you that you couldn't find. But yeah, no, I I dropped the money for the battle pass. It was only ten bucks. I don't really feel bad about it. But right. it's a. Uh, it, you know, it's been cool. Now I can actually. Now I feel like I'm progressing because I unlock stuff every every level. And like I said, you can you can earn points to buy more skins with or to buy your battle pass before or whatever. Whenever the season's up, which I think isn't up for like another twenty days, so you have a lot of time for that. But. Yeah, I'm still I'm still playing it. I'm still enjoying it. I was just playing it earlier tonight. I was was waiting to start this, but it's a it's a really easy pick up and play game and you know. Right. It's it's kind of weird because you don't really know I mean, you don't know how long it'll last. Like it could last from like 5 minutes to like 30 minutes depending on how long you, you know, how long you live for. So But I feel like yeah, I'm getting play it. I'm still going to give yeah. it a try, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh it just hasn't clicked with me yet. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a moment where it clicks. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of didn't it took me a minute, but I kind of I I enjoy it now. Like I enjoyed playing it. You need to like get on the Skype and uh, do a squad with uh, Jeremy and I, and then you'll figure it out or something. Oh, that'd <laughs> yeah, be the, right. yeah. I mean, I I had a lot more fun playing the, the two player mode. Although, like you said, you did bring up a good point, Trey. That you can't just fight one person. Like a lot of times, once your teammate dies, you mm-hmm. have to hunt groups of two people. Yeah, it's a lot harder to do. Yeah, I found I found what I found solo easier because of that because I don't have to worry about groups like they can't mm-hmm. like once you kill somebody once they can't they don't have a friend like hiding in the back and come out and heal them and then, and then they come back to life and kill you <laughs> which happened a lot in uh duos but so i've been mm-hmm. doing the solo one just because you can it's easier to not to kill people in that but yeah it's still fun i'm still enjoying it but that was my that's one of my purchases for the week do you guys want to get into that talking about what we got sure purchases yeah. for the week yeah. So I, I got the battle pass. Also, there were, there were some sales that came out last week on Thursday, which we talked a little bit about it, about because I saw a little bit of it in that in that email that I got. But there's some stuff on sale. So uh, was it Overcooked was on sale for like ten dollars? So I went and bought that just because I was interested in it. So I know I think Jeremy got it too. I did. And actually, I think we like got it. I think we all we got the same thing last week. But what we talked about it a little bit last week. But so what did you guys think of Overcooked? Uh, it's, it's not, I mean, it's a game that really needs to be played multiplayer, I think. It's I think really so hard. Too. It's really hard to do a single player because you have to control like two cooks at once. So I, so I had a hard time doing that, but. It's kind yeah. of frustrating. Yeah. It's like playing snipper you have, clips you, you by have yourself. You like have your timing down perfectly or you lose, you lose every time. Yeah. Mm. It's like playing snipper clips by yourself. <laughs> you basically, you got to mm, switch from one guy fun. to another <laughs> and move it. Yeah. But I, I played it with. It's Jack. like the lost Vikings with cooking. Yeah. I played it with Jess for a while though, and it was I enjoyed it, but she she thought it was too stressful. 
because because <laughs> it's because of all the constant cooking and all that. But because it's and like you don't get any job. food at the end. You don't. You don't get to eat anything. You just get to cook it. But I, I think it's fun for what it is, and I'm excited to play the second one that has online play and all that. But there's like a. I mean, there's like a multiplayer like adventure mode type thing with a map that you go for. You go to like different levels, and that definitely makes it worth it. If you have somebody to play with who likes it, it's totally worth playing, you know. But I wouldn't suggest it if you're going to play it by yourself because it's almost kind of like unplayable in single player, just because. But yeah, if you have a couple <laughs> people, it's fun. I'd like to try it with four. I mean, that could be. I could see that being really insane. Like doing yeah, it, I've yeah, it with four a group people, of people. Like we had, uh, yeah. we had like eight people in the room and. Uh, yeah, I was giving it a try. I was playing on the Joy-Con, so I, I didn't really have a good time because that thing is very small for my hands. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it kind of didn't really appeal to me, but I can see how people would have a good time with it. You were playing over- Overcooked 2, probably. No, we were playing the first one. Uh, okay. It was at work, actually, on a oh, break. Oh, like it wasn't Eight people crowded around right. TV, uh-huh. all playing Overcooked. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. I mean, it's like it's, it's co-op stuff, you know? Like, if you enjoy mm-hmm. doing co-op multiplayer stuff with a friend... It's a cool thing to play. Yeah, but, the more uh, people you have in the room, definitely the more fun it becomes. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's only a two button game, really, so you could totally do it with the Joy-Con. You know, it's only basically like grab and cut, and like you can get a boost with B, but it's just basically Y and A. It's like all you do, or X and A. Yeah, boost. So yeah, there's a boost move also. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like when you're cooking in real life. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you don't you don't boost to the even though uh, it, Jess was mentioning when we were playing it, like their kitchens are designed horribly. <laughs> where like uh like here's here's where you grab the mushrooms and you have to cut them like way over there it's like what's going on here guys like why don't you put the cutting board like next to Who designed the... this kitchen yeah there's a whole lot of space are, are... where you you know so are run the around. kitchens eventually like on like moving platforms and like in, yeah. the, in the ocean and stuff like yeah later levels <laughs> yeah there's a there's a boat level where uh where the kitchen like kind of moves whenever the boat like tilts with the water. So, oh, we also Justin and I got to a level where there's an earthquake, and like it it like kind of like separates. Like the top part will go up, and the yeah, so you can't like reach the whole other part of the kitchen until the ground comes back down. So, so that's kind of a pain uh, in the ass. So if you have something cooking over there and you can't get to it, it just it catches on fire. <laughs> that's basically what happens. So, but it's I enjoy that type of stuff. I think it's I think it's cool for that. I mean. It's a good, it's a fun, uh, you know, multiplayer co-op thing mm. that you can do. But yeah, I got that for, it was on, it was 50% off for the E3 sale. So I went for that one just because I really wanted to play the second one. And also a uh, major thing, uh, Donkey Kong, the original Donkey Kong, the arcade is available now on Switch, the arcade archives, which apparently there was mm. some sort of huge court case about that because they never released like the real version of it, blah, 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 blah. Like it was never on NES. And all that, and now it was actually released. So, and you could play it in vertical the first mode time too. Ever, yeah. Well, actually, no. You could get it on 3ds, like as a bonus free thing, because I have it on 3ds, the original version. It came with one of the Mario vs. Donkey Kong games or something like that. But, but yeah, you can play it arcade archives, all that fun stuff. I played it a little bit. Uh, I really suck at Donkey Kong, so I'm not. I'm not very good. But I got it just because you know it's a Nintendo arcade archive, and I just right. You know, I, I just want to play. I want to support that shit, and it's only like eight dollars, so it's like I, yeah, got I'll to. play Donkey Kong. The, the other news along those lines is that Skyskipper is coming out. Yeah, I don't know what that you is. That? Do you know what that is? Skipper. Skyskipper. Yeah. So it was uh, apparently only ten were ever made. Okay. And I don't know why <laughs> they didn't really. It, I guess it wasn't successful, or <laughs> or maybe it's not that great of a game. I don't know. Yeah. But only 
I, I believe 10 were ever made and they ended up being repurposed into Popeye cabinets, all save for one, which rests at the headquarters of Nintendo of America. And oh. some years ago, this team, uh, I guess they heard about it and they asked Nintendo, can we like copy it and you know, make it into, save it in a ROM file or whatever. And so now it's actually going to be released for the first time ever officially. Hmm. Skyskipper, uh, I think next week, I don't know for sure, but sometime soon. Yeah, no, I saw they were releasing it, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't know like that big backstory about it and all that, that it was like never released or whatever. I just never heard of it. Is what it about the guy from Gilligan's Island? The skipper? About the skipper? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what they do? Do you know what you do in the game? Like with the I don't the know. I'm just looking at it up right thing. now. Yeah, it's like well, you're a little airplane or something. Hmm. I don't know what the objective is. You skip yeah, the sky. Really That's what you do. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, but people are calling it the lost Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They should release that arm wrestling game. Like that's kind of always thought that I was really like want to a, see that. Yeah, I would like to play that game. I don't know how you would do it on the Switch. I guess you have to do it with motion control or something. But I always felt like that yeah. was kind of like a lost Nintendo game. You was guys that, got to try that, didn't you? I've never played it. I've just heard about it. Got to oh, I try you what? Tried it at Galloping Ghosts or something. To I didn't what? see it there. the The Nintendo arm, arm wrestling, wrestling game. No, I haven't tried it. If they had it, it might have been like in a room that was closed off or something. Because I didn't, I didn't see it at Galloping Ghosts when we were there last. And I know they've been expanding, uh, okay. so it might have not been available if they do have it. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's a cool thing. I also got the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker demo. I saw that's only available from uh, the Japanese store and the European store, I guess. But I downloaded that for free and played through it real quick. I actually saw Jeremy playing it last night, and that's how I found out about it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I just saw it on the on the thing. But I downloaded that. I played through it. It's on YouTube. You can watch it on there if you want to see it. It's like three levels. It has the level with the um, dragon in there. But yeah, yeah Ca- Captain Toad's a, a charming game. It does a weird thing where, like, uh, <laughs> you move the controller, the motion control, to, like, move a little pointer. Weird. You move, move a little pointer around, and that's how you touch things on the screen, like how you would on the Wii U. So that's kind of a weird addition. It's it, a strange, yeah, it's a strange yeah. gyroscopic motion, but it works. Yeah, mm, weird. It, it kind of reminds mm. me. I it's mean, like it, the pointer on a yeah, Super Mario Galaxy a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, or it reminds me of, like, Twilight Princess. Where like there wasn't a fairy in the GameCube one, but there all of a sudden there is in the Wii one because you had to point at the screen, you know. Yeah. It's the same thing. There's like all of a sudden there's a dot floating around on this that wasn't on the other game, just because that's how you, that's how you show the um, you know, how you make it work and all that, which is interesting, yeah. but it's kind of weird. At the same time, I was like, oh, okay, there's that thing, and you can also like hold bad guys with it, like how you would if you touched them on the screen or whatever. Hmm. It's interesting. If you want to know what it would look like on Switch, you can try that out. I just tried it out just to, just to give it, you know, just to get some stuff to record. But it's it's fun for what it is. It's like probably like fifteen it's the first minutes. Three levels. Yeah, there's like three levels that. Real I think quick. it's been about. I've played them before, so maybe ten minutes mm-hmm. total to get everything. I played one of them twice, so I so I did like fifteen minutes, just because I missed some of the gems in there. Uh, the the Octopath Traveler demo came out last week. Also after we. After we were done podcasting, and I played that today, I played put in the three hours of it, and that game's three really hours, cool. Huh? Yeah, you can play the demo for three hours, and then it shuts you off after that, and you can't play anymore. <laughs> it's basically it's basically like playing the regular game. Like you basically get to play the whole game for free, but it just stops you at a point, and then when you buy the game, you start from wherever you were in that three hour mark. So you pick a you pick whatever character you want to start with, and you'll start with them. And then as you explore through the map, you'll find another character 
and then it'll start their origin story and you'll see that and then you'll continue on with their story with your other character that joined them. But it's cool. It's very much like a Final Fantasy VI, very much old school turn-based RPG, but it looks incredibly beautiful like all the, you know, the 2D, was it the HD 2D or whatever they call it? Um, looks great. I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. But yeah, you can play it for three hours for free if you want to try it out. So I've been playing that. I kind of wish that I could have played more, but and I wish that it wasn't. I wish it wasn't like a month away. You know, I wish it was coming out sooner. But I mean, you could always start it over again. That's true. I could start over again and start from a different person. I actually thought about doing that, but I might just wait. But yeah, Ulbrick and Primrose are on there. You don't actually get anything from your demo from your previous demo that you played. It's only from this demo to the regular game. But you can go and play their stories again if you want to. They're on there, but uh, yeah, it's just a map of different characters, and you just pick one, and then you go from there. So everything you, in the everything in the first else. demo is in the game because it's a full game. I much. I don't know. I didn't play as Ulbrich and Primrose just because I played them in the original demo. So I picked other people. I picked like Hantic and uh, like I picked the warrior female and uh, forget what other and the thief and I was the apothecary were like the three the three characters that I got to in my three hour run. But uh, I I don't know. I'm sure I could. I'm sure it's similar than what you have. It might be a little different, but yeah, I don't know how much they changed from the original demo to this demo. I don't think you can even download that one anymore if you don't have it on your system already. It's been long enough since I played it, I probably don't remember. Mm-hmm. All I remember is that I, I leveled up a lot because you can't do anything else, so I just kept fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when I, when I finished the three-hour mark... Because it doesn't really give you a clear like ending to that demo. Yeah, it doesn't. It kind of just says, like, well, you can... You can walk around on this map for a while, or you can like start over with a different character. Is basically what it says. But you can't really go anywhere. Like you're on like just the world map, but you can't go like to the next area. You just can walk around and fight and fight guys and stuff like that. But uh, on this one, uh, I think I made it to like level twelve or thirteen, like in the, in the three hour mark. So, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, you get to do. It took me a minute to remember how everything works, but it's very much like a bravely default where you can. Mm-hmm. You know, where you can, like, uh, attack one guy, like, four times in a row. For me, it was mostly just finding stuff to uh, use on each of the enemies to break them. It's basically like using their... It's like Pokemon, you know, finding whatever mm. whatever is... Um, what, what do they call it? Works very well against them or whatever. I forget the term. What's the Pokemon it's term, super Casey? Effective. Super, super effective. Super effective. There it is. Yeah. yeah. You find whatever super effective against it, and it, uh, and it breaks it. But, yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's all I got for this week. Oh, yeah, and I bought... I paid for Mario Tennis Aces also. I preloaded that. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. So I think that's Friday, right? That comes out on Friday? Friday, yeah. All right. It's uh looks like it's been uh game uh what's what do you call it? Uh the the reviews have been around like 7 8, I guess, between like 7 and yeah. 8. 7.5 from IGN. Yeah. And I think it got a 7.8 or something from Game Explain or whatever. They people are say, they're saying that the single player is lacking. So this is what they've been saying. Really? Just kind of a, I don't know, vanity mode. Something they add. Well, they they say it's fun. They say it's, it's fun, tutorial. but it's uh, they say it's fun, but it's short, and there's not a whole and like all the stuff mm. that you unlock in it, you don't really get to use in the rest of the game. So like, however, also you, that the rackets yeah. are pretty much the same. Like the the special rackets you get don't like have special powers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, they're just different skins, right? But I don't think you can use them in the regular game, and you can't like. You can't even take different players into the single player. It's just Mario. You just play as Mario, and you level him up, and whatever levels you're at, that only exists in that in that game, and you can't take it to anything else. So you oh, can't yeah, go through it with, like, Luigi or Wario or anything like that. Yeah, all right. I'm just hoping that they treat the um, online, 
like they do like Splatoon 2 and all that and have events yes. and add stuff to it. That's what I was expecting. So hopefully I hope they happens. add Ridley. Yeah, they should <laughs> add Ridley too. They could, right? They should put a we we fit trainer in there. That's what they should do. Is there uh did you get anything else, Jeremy, other than that? I was gonna say, yeah, I got a lot of what you got. I bought the Donkey Kong Arcade archives. I bought um Overcooked. I did get a FIFA eighteen today for the PlayStation Four. Did you from, yes, you did. Uh, from John. did you put that code in? I've renewed the code, but it's like a thirty thirty something gig file. So I knew if I started downloading it it might kill my internet connection for the podcast oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's like i'm not gonna like pipeline like 17 dvds worth of information into my playstation 4 right now yeah <laughs> that's thanks to my friend antonio from work he went to he went to ea play which was like ea's uh, side event to, to e3 yeah. mm-hmm. um they run this whole separate thing over in hollywood where people can go the whole public can go for free aside from mm. e3 and uh i guess they hand out these cards with fifa 18 download code so thank, wow. thank yeah. you antonio if you if you listen to this uh, i will play it i've been intrigued about fifa i hear a lot of good things so uh-huh. yeah, go. and, and it gives me a reason to play my playstation 4 uh-huh. you don't play <laughs> you don't play fortnite on there i've got <laughs> well you can't play last it in between yeah yeah which i already talked about last week and uh-huh. now i have a uh, fifa 18 and like a couple weeks when it finishes downloading <laughs> yeah, if it, 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 you'll probably have to not be on the show while it's while it's downloading. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll just a call in on a phone, and you can put a mic up to the speaker. I could find a way to route it through my <laughs> through my audio board. I'm sure. How about you guys? Did you get anything this week, or have you been playing anything other than uh, Fortnite? Uh, I got nothing new this week. No surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> hey, we got a TV last week. Yeah, how's your TV last week? How's your TV? Are you? Do you play anything on it? <laughs> And you like hella swag. Are you using that TV for anything? They got last week. No, I've not been using the TV. I'm probably going to use it as a monitor, probably. Yeah. From your phone? Yeah. What's up? From your phone? (laughs) No, from my iPad. Oh, okay. Looking up the iPad. You just run it. You just run like a a cord from the iPad straight to the TV and it works as a monitor? As far as I understand it. Yeah, I looked up. uh, I mean, I had to do it. I had a thing. I had a thing oh, for my um, iPad. Does light does uh, iPad have a lightning um, port? It does, yeah, but you can get an okay. adapter and everything. Probably depending on which one. Switch it to oh, HDMI. Like, that's what I that's what I did with uh, my laptop. Was the lightning to HDMI? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it works great. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can get a. Yeah, I had something for my laptop. It doesn't work that well anymore. But but I had a I had the very first iPad, and I have a HDMI converter thing for it that I used. Right. If you want to like play Angry Birds on your TV or something, you can do that. <laughs> I mean, I actually I actually used it. I mean, I used it to try to play Netflix on the TV at this bar that I worked at. That was the whole reason I got it because right. they had no internet connection there, so I was trying to just play it through my through my iPad. <laughs> but uh, you so should, you can do it with yeah, a Chromecast. You can play Angry Birds on the TV too. If you have a Google phone, you can. Not if you have an iPhone. Oh right. Well, but, you can use a. Oh yeah, you're right. You can't mirror the screens on iPhones. Yeah. But you could yeah, try. See, I, I use a Display Port for my monitor. Mm-hmm. I don't even okay. know what that means, but I I discovered it after <laughs> I bought my PC that it's a different type of video connection. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could you should try. It's using not it. HDMI. Surprise. It looks kind of like HDMI, but like <laughs> part like half of it's like flat, like flatter than the other. It's like a weird asymmetrical plug. You should try using your TV for your Switch, John. I heard that Fortnite's easy, harder to play or easier to play if you play it on your TV. I mean, 
Maybe the switch so. the switch looks a lot better than your iPad will on your TV. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, you could actually play some games on there. You can use it for Good. both. I mean, a lot some of some TVs have multiple. Yeah, I'm probably going to try it at least for the NES Classic, which I'm going to get. Oh, right next week. Yeah, you have the Super Nintendo Classic. You could actually hook that up too. I got the Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, have a stop. don't forget treasure truck. The treasure truck. Yeah, no, I'm going to go to uh, Target on the. 28th, the evening of the 28th, it actually comes out on the 29th, the, the NES Classic. Oh, so you're going to do so, an overnight thing again? Yep, I'm going to do that again. Yep. <laughs> Casey's no. coming with me. Oh, you're going to get one as well, Casey? That's the intention. Oh, nice. Well, awesome. I, hope, I hope you guys both get one. Yeah. Well, I mean, John... Yeah. Document some of that if you can, because oh, we've a good idea, yeah. that a lot before, but we've never shown video. Or anything. Right. I mean, John bought sure, like yeah. four of those one time, right? Didn't Like when you went to go get your Super Nintendo one, I felt like you got like what, like two or yeah, three? Yeah, I got of them? three of them in one day. Yeah, so so maybe yeah, you can do that again. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I, I ended up getting four total, but yeah, I got three. I, think I got. I ended up getting one total. That's what I got. I got one Super <laughs> Nintendo Classic. I just I reserved one and I went and got it. That's was that was what I did. Nice. So exciting! It's an exciting time. Yeah. So uh, if that's all you guys got for the week, let's move on oh, to the news. Well, I got. Uh, or did you get I something? Some stuff. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Um, so let's see what I, uh, so I got, um, some stuff, uh, of Marvelous, uh, Xseed, those game developers. Um, so Corpse Party, mm-hmm. I bought for the 3DS cause, uh, oh, well, they nice. were at uh, E3 and I stopped in their booth and well, I saw Fate Extella. They, mm-hmm. there's the second game is going to be coming out to the PS4, I believe. Um, but f- the first Fate Extella is on the Switch, and it sure. had been a game that I'd been interested in, in purchasing. Um, from my understanding, it's sort of like a Hyrule Warriors type of game where you have waves and waves of uh, enemies come at you, and you just yeah. you know slash and hack and you know, beat people up. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like a Musou um, game. That's what those guys, what that's called, right? Those Musou games. Do the yeah. Dynasty Warriors? Are you are you uh, excited for Damon X Machina? That's a marvelous game, right? It was uh, at the beginning of the Nintendo Direct. It's made by the same guy who did oh, Fate Extella. Oh, okay. that Mech Warrior one at the yeah. top of the Direct. I, I'd have to go back they, and, and uh, watch. But if it is by them, I would definitely be interested. Yeah, it's marvelous, and it's uh, Sakuda, the guy who did uh, Fate Extella, is is on that. Like he's like the main guy for oh, Damon oh, X, well, okay. for Damon yeah. X Machina, and yeah, it's like it looks like. Uh, like a mech warrior battle game with like a lot of metal on it, and it looks cool. Definitely. I don't know. I figured. Casey, that... didn't you get an, an autograph from a guy from? Oh yeah, uh, one of the uh, artists or, or yeah, one of the people from Xseed or Marvelous. Um, they were doing a signing at E3, and a, a small booth and a short line. So it was like, oh well, do it. I'll do that, and I got my badge signed, uh, badge and a business card. Cool. So nice. Yeah. Cool swag. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's cool for sure. Did you get anything else other than Corpse Party? Um, I was well. I was it was going to be between Four Seasons Trio of Towns and Corpse Party. Oh okay. And I decided on Corpse Party. Well, the girl, the the lady, the uh, who was uh, you know working the booth and working the uh, the merchandise like store. Uh, you know, I was between those two, and she really pushed for Corpse Corpse Party and. Mm-hmm. With Halloween like not far away, I, I kind of like the idea of a horror uh, or you know scary sort of themed uh, game around that time of the year. It was just fun to, to me. 
even sure. though it's kind of corny. <laughs> I mean, I've heard I've heard talk about Candy it. Corny. Like I've heard people <laughs> like it, you know. So I've, I've heard I've heard good things about Gore's Corpse Party. Party. Yes. I haven't actually played it, but I hear people like okay. it. Well, I know there's. I, I believe there's a version of it available on Steam, but I think uh, the 3DS. It just it, it's in your hand, so it's a little more intimate. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a different experience, but. Yeah. Plus, you have a you have a controller. You don't have to play with like a keyboard or whatever. I guess if you have a controller for your computer, you can. But, but it's portable. The Corpse Party for 3ds is. You can take it with you. So yes. So there you go. Yes. Big benefit. Nice. Cool. Did you say you got Fate Extella too? Yes, that uh, came just the other day for Switch. uh, Stopped at the local GameStop and um, had it sent to sent to to uh, here (laughs) to me. But and, um, so yeah, that arrived just yesterday. I've yet to open it. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember seeing that on on the eShop, and I just wasn't really sure what it was. But yeah, it kind of looked like a Dynasty Warriors type game, like well, from the um, video. Yeah, and uh, well, what got me is because I'm an, I like uh, the Fate franchise of so, you know mm-hmm. anime Fate Stay Night. I've watched that, so oh, okay. Uh, those characters and that anime, uh, I think that's what that's what got me interested in the game okay cool yeah i guess that would be i didn't really know there was an anime so that would make more sense (laughs) for the game yeah cool well yeah i hope i hope you end up liking it yeah get to to play it soon (laughs) the people who were playing um you know the 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 new game you know who who had a chance to play it they they were enjoying it so i was like okay this should be good yeah um cool all right, do you guys want to move on to news then? News. Here is the news. I promise you it's the news. All right. Well, I wanted to start the news off with you guys because you were at E3. Is there anything sure. uh, Is there anything you wanted to add that we didn't talk about last week, John, like on what you did? Yeah. Or either of you guys, what you did on Thursday? Like, did you get to play sure. Smash Brothers? Like, okay, yeah. What else do you want to add? Day three, we started out, Smash Brothers was the mission. So mm-hmm. uh, pretty much we got there at 8 a.m. The show opened at 9 and we went right for the Smash, Smash. Brothers line. Yeah, we had a little bit of trouble we finding where the line yeah. started, but mm-hmm. uh, we did find it eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were the first two in line. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the benefit of having that exhibitor pass. Right, that industry pass. Well, yeah, you get to go in yeah. before it even opens, right? You get to, According to your before video, opens, you get to yeah. get in at like 8. Yeah, it went an hour before it opened, and so... I don't know. I guess every all the other exhibitors there weren't really true gamers because they weren't getting in line. The you know Smash Brothers line was empty. What do you, what do you do? You get in the line, right? They were like working or something. So, Leave your booth behind and get in the Smash right. line. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Which you know we went. Uh, we we had an, we went with an organization called Indiecade, and one of the nice things that they did was uh, if you had to leave your booth, they'd offer somebody to somebody from Indiecade to kind of watch over your booth for you. Oh, that's nice. And so, cool. uh, yeah, we just, you know, mostly, that was the one time when there was nobody, neither of us at the booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just needed to make Smash happen. Yep. So went over to Smash and got in line first thing. And yeah, I, we played as, um, well, I played as, as, what characters did I play? Well, I tried uh, Ridley, I tried yeah. Inkling, mm-hmm. and I tried uh, my my main guy Link. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I forget, who did you play? Uh, like Casey? a couple of times. So um, I I play as uh, Pikachu. So I got to I got a chance to play Smash twice. Mm-hmm. Not to brag. Yeah, you got twice. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, you got two pins. I got I got two pins. Um, 
my first my first playthrough I played as um, Pikachu. Who was that? I was well Zelda because the new Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, I was her. I played as Donkey Kong and um, Bayonetta. Okay, is a uh, is Pichu on there on the on the E three demo or no? Um, it's, I don't recall seeing Pichu on as one of the playable characters as the demo. Okay, I was curious because I know he's been brought back from mm-hmm. from Melee, and I thought maybe being a Pokemon fan, you might want to play play and Pichu. Pokemon trainers back. Yeah, Pokemon trainers back too, but I don't know if it was on the demo. I think Snake was on there though, right? I think I saw Snake some videos of him. Yeah. Okay. The second day, um, I think I know I played as Snake. I played as Inkling, and I played as Pikachu. I can't remember which other character I played as. Mm-hmm. How do how do they play? Like, how does Ridley feel? Like, how do the how do the Squid Kids play? Like, does it? Is it di- like does it feel different or what is it? I think it Ridley like? compares to like you know Bowser, obviously mm-hmm. that sort of heavy, heavy, yep. wavy landing. But mm-hmm. then Ridley is faster, faster than Bowser. Mm-hmm. Like right, the tail like really whips and everything. Yeah, um, it's just, it's been a long time since I played any Smash game. Like I think it's been at least a year, so I couldn't really like compare them honestly. But I have a my boss at work is a pretty avid Smash player, and she says mm-hmm. it plays faster. She says it plays mm-hmm. more fluidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she noticed than the, the difference than the Wii U version. Yeah, I've been lucky. I have been able to play the Wii U version, and well, I played a bunch of Melee and then the original. Um, really liked Melee. Um, missed out on the Wii, you know, whatever that was, Brawl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. But I liked. Uh, having played Wii U, I liked the Wii U version, mm. or I liked the Wii U version, and the uh, Ultimate feels feels really good. Mm-hmm. Nice, that's good to yeah. hear. I've heard, I mean, I've heard from a lot of people that they feel like it feels the same as as the Wii mm-hmm. U one. I guess even though I know they've tweaked a lot of stuff, but yeah. just curious. I mean, what? Yeah, how different it is. But yeah, I think you can pretty much. You know, the whole thing is it a port? You can put that to bed. It's a new game. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a mm-hmm. new game. It is. They've redone every character remodeled every character updated Mm -hmm. them with their latest game you know it feels according to people who played it everybody you know that they say it feels faster it's a new game it's not a port so yeah that's a done deal yeah even uh even if it was like a port there's enough new stuff in it that it doesn't bother me like there's enough new guys there's a lot of new levels coming in there's a lot of tweaking and stuff that right if they're i'm fine with they're using the same engine who cares (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's enough to make it new, and plus, it's it's the ultimate. You know, that's what I yeah. I, was, I said it last week, but that's what every fighting fan wants is like a game that just has all of the characters on there from every fighting game. You know, yeah. so I mean, right. that, that's cool. And well, and we were talking about like that's, that's. Let's also remember that's what they came out the gate with. That this is the ultimate Smash Brothers. Here's every fighter ever. Okay, yeah. so they've come out the gate with that. Yeah, Smash. There's a history of doing a slow drip reveal. Mm-hmm. So we started with there's everything from the previous games. Yeah. What do you think are the chances that we're going to get to December 7th and not get any additional information, any new features like zip, zero? <laughs> I, so I, uh, they're going to add all kinds of stuff. I think they'll it's be a, adding it's stuff. It's a new yeah. game through and through. Well, we'll probably see. We'll see at least one more Nintendo Direct before that, maybe two. But I'm pretty sure well, that yeah, they will. Add. We're gonna have to find out how it works with the online service and all that. Yeah, mm, that's, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a thing when. Well, that'll be a, right. That'll be its own direct for sure. Like I, I'd put money on that. I think we're getting a direct for the Nintendo online service. Oh, when but that you comes can't around. tell yeah. us. 
the smash features are because they can't they don't yeah so i bet knows? you there's just at least... based on that who knows what else uh, i yeah. think there's at least one big feature that they left out like if it's really the ultimate what have people been saying for a while now they like the subspace <laughs> emissary they want that to come single back. player mm, uh, i don't know i don't know about I, that i would love to see that come back that was such a weird thing <laughs> the subspace emissary was what I was mean, that it, it was the single player and we mm-hmm. it was so weird mm-hmm you never played it was kind of weird but it was like unexpected and cool here's a whole nother mode yeah it was so fucking strange though it really was like (laughs) i mean there were these there were these weird cut scenes and stuff but it was just it was such a bizarre mode i mean if they brought it back you know cool i'm just (laughs) it was weird i'll have to play through it again i'll have to stream it again but it's a it it was a bizarre thing the the subspace was it had some really nice cut scenes punching bags in there (laughs) yeah like like if they just have everything then Maybe they'll have the target mode and everything too. Oh, target, target mode! Yeah, they should bring all that stuff yeah. back. Yeah, target mode and uh, whatever other weird shit was in the original. Does one. Ridley <laughs> does Ridley fly? Since Ridley has wings, does Ridley fly as a character? I or forget. Do, I remember a lot like, of, like Meta Knight. Than a dump, I don't flying. Yeah. I mean, Meta Knight kind of flies, dashing through the air. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah. flying specifically. Mm. I would think that he would kind of work like Meta Knight, where he can sort of like float or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, how are how are like the moves for the inklings? Like, is it? I mean, do you like like doing the roller and stuff like that? Like, does it seem powerful? Like the doing the doing the different main moves. Uh, it kind of reminded me. It felt it felt a little bit like it's not quite as loose, but it felt like like Jigglypuff. The way Jigglypuff kind of like roll around on the stage. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like so, like fast. Thing. Oh, that's a good. So really fast then? Not so. It, it wasn't quite as squirrely. You had a little mm. bit more control mm. over it. It's not like Sonic, but, though, right? Where the Sonic... That, like, it's not like the Sonic dash, right? Where he, like, turns into the ball. Because he moves oh, yeah. pretty quick. That was the fastest. Yeah, of those kind of maneuvers, that was the mm-hmm. fastest one. Yeah. No, it's not quite like that. But, yeah, just... It, it, you got the sense that you were rolling over something. You know, kind of loose feeling. And then the paint mechanic was pretty cool. Like, shooting the enemies with right. the paint, and yep. they get more damage when you hit them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I really like that they have eight different skins and they're not just like different colored inklings they're actually like different styled mm-hmm. inklings you feel like you're getting almost eight characters in one that's cool oh sure well i mean all the characters have eight different skins but these are actually like eight different faces and hairstyles and stuff oh, right. like that yeah. to try to to try to like show like how you can be different <laughs> inklings and whatnot which i played Wait. i played more of octo expansion i didn't mention that because i bought it last week but mm. that thing is fucking hard so like if you if you're like, if either of you guys haven't bought Splatoon two and you're thinking about buying it, don't don't worry about like buying Splatoon two and Octo expansion. I I suggest that everybody sing, beat the single player before you get into that because Octo expansion mm-hmm. is like the hard hard mode for all the people that like blew through the single player and they want harder shit <laughs> because it's uh it's really difficult. Like it's definitely like master mode. So it's well, okay. made it's made for people who have like beat all the other shit on the game. So. Yeah. You know, if you're looking into yeah. get it and getting it with that, I say wait until you play the single player for a while before you get the Octo expansion. Okay. Cuz I had yeah. I, yeah, I've got Splatoon 2. Yeah. But if you're if you, Splatoon 2. But if you beat the single player, oh, you know. A lot of fun. <laughs> if you beat the single player and you want to try some more hard single player stuff, uh try it out, but it's a uh, yeah, it was killing me. Some of those levels are really hard. Like there's a there's a part where you have to play like the rainmaker, but you're the only one on your team versus four other people. So you got to go from one side to the other holding the rainmaker. And there's like another one where you have a limit, limited amount of ink where like you run out of ink and you die. Uh there's levels kind of like Breath of the Wild where you have to like 
move a ball through a maze, and if the ball drops, you die. Um, there's another one where like you get no weapons and you just have to dodge for like three minutes. I never made it through that one, but yeah, there's there's stuff like that. There's like super difficult things that there's one where you have to like ride on a car that like uh, when people shoot at you and you're going through like you're basically going through like a car wash that has a different ink on it, so like it'll kill you if you don't separate the the wood the blades or whatever at the right time. There's there's some crazy crazy levels on there. Wow. So. But if you okay. really like if you really like hard Splatoon single player, it's totally worth it. But like I said, if you haven't beat the first player yet, I'd say beat the regular single player and then and then try out the active expansion because it's super hard. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. So uh, other E three happenings. Let's see. Uh, Casey played oh. Forza. Yeah, I'll go yeah. into that. So right after uh, Smash, I beelined over to uh, uh, the mixer booth where the Forza um, uh, simulator was set up. Hmm. Um, got in line. It was like an hour hour wait but uh wow. yeah uh they well, they had for for a while they had gameplay from the simulator up on the the you know giant display they you know in part of the booth and um playing forza was so horizon 4 was really really cool um i will one i was impressed with uh microsoft's uh, presentation on that monday and i'm a bit of a a racing I, I like racing games uh, mm-hmm. uh mario kart 8 <laughs> sure um so no surprise there but um but you like the realistic stuff too like Forza. i like the realistic stuff too yeah. so like i had a i me and my brother we had a ps1 and uh, i played the heck out of uh, gran turismo 2 mm-hmm. uh, and for a while there just had and you know nintendo consoles so Mar- mario kart was pretty much it um but now like, uh, you know, I want to get back into those um, realistic racing simulators, whether it's, you know, Forza um, or, you know, Gran Turismo. But um, after seeing um, Microsoft's presentation and seeing Horizon 4 and you know, the dynamic seasons in Great Britain, I mean, that's just that's cool. And um, so that that, that definitely put uh, Xbox and Forza on my like radar mm-hmm. a list of like okay yeah no I should definitely check this out and you know maybe looking into investing <laughs> in <laughs> those two things mm-hmm. um, and then playing the simulator um, was just awesome because they had like the like a you know the racing seat and the monitors and all that stuff and the steering wheel um you know the whole the whole setup and um so how how the like the demo or you know race what they had there so they started you out um you could pick three cars um to you know to drive the the new well the debut uh senna um mclaren they had a viper and then um a 911 you know porsche Hmm. and um you you selected one of those cars and you started out on you know in like good weather conditions like you know summer or autumn i think was the season and so you know pavement and it was just kind of like a that the, like first uh, stage was um kind of getting you used to like the game uh, 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 sort of and then next stage after that threw you into uh winter and oh. so so it's you know snow covered ice yeah. track uh, rally style you you were in um like the off-road trucks mm. and you did like a, a you know a stage of uh you know uh track on that which then transitioned to um a rally car 
uh, dirt track and like woods and, you know, mountainous terrain. So that was pretty cool. Uh, what was it? That was like spring season. And then final stage was um, in the the uh, the McLaren, the Senecar. And uh, so summer conditions back on pavement, so asphalt, uh, road surface. And uh, by then, like, you'd gotten a really good sense of, uh, like, the game's capabilities and, mm-hmm. you know, a good feel for seasons and whatnot and weather conditions and how that affects, you know, you know road road surface conditions and mm-hmm. yeah so so really well done and really cool uh, i i was blown away <laughs> mm-hmm. do you do you have an xbox one already i do not have an xbox one and uh, of of like the three of the big three um like xbox just has never really been that like oh you know what like i should get an xbox it's mm-hmm. always been like yeah. for me well, Nintendo and then probably like a P, you know, whatever PlayStation is out. Sure. But with Forza and then with the other games that are available on Xbox One is like, oh, no, nah, I, I, I'd consider that. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's like they're... Microsoft at E3. So, you know, I did like a whole tour. I recorded and everything. I walked around the whole <laughs> E3 show mm. uh, or, or so I thought I realized like the day after it was over that I completely forgot to go to the, the Microsoft theater <laughs> and see anything oh, no. Xbox. It's all right. I don't think anybody will notice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I was like in the video, I'm like, okay, that that's it. That's the whole show floor. I walked the whole show, you know, and yeah. hopefully I, you know, got everything, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't until E3 was over. I realized I didn't even see anything Xbox. I didn't go over to the theater because they have the whole mm. separate Microsoft theater where yeah, they were debuting the theater, everything right? Xbox. Yeah. I didn't go over there one time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and yeah. I just completely forgot about it. Yeah. When I was – well, I edited your uh, your outdoor stuff, and I was like, I don't think you saw any Nintendo stuff on the way in there. It was like all uh, – like, like there wasn't really – I mean, maybe they were like trying to – they didn't want anybody to know, like, Smash Brothers Ultimate or whatever. But, you know, like, the oh, big yeah. signs for oh, different right stuff. Outside. I didn't see any well, Nintendo stuff. That's just the way stuff. it was. Like, no, no, there was no advertising. Nintendo advertising outside. It was all yeah. Xbox, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that they didn't it. want to tell anybody that they had Ultimate or whatever. I don't know. But I was like, <laughs> but there was no, like, big, Did they, they didn't cover any. <laughs> yeah, they didn't cover any buildings with it or whatever. I don't know. I found that weird, but. Yeah, that's Nintendo. We knew I guess they don't Smash really Brothers, care. But they didn't want us to know. You know, it was Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right. They want to hide everything <laughs> until the direct, and then they go from there. Yeah, because I noticed that when I was looking through it, I was like, oh, there's not a whole lot of Nintendo stuff. Actually, there's like no Nintendo stuff in here. No Nintendo. But, yeah, <laughs> no, on no the outside. Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. I've never seen. I've been down there a couple of times now during. E3 as far as outside, at least, you know, and I've never seen any giant Nintendo billboards the way that I see PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. They just don't yeah. do that. Yeah, I mean, they. I, think, I feel like they're maybe they're just not into spending as much on E3, yeah. maybe ever since they're like, we're not going to do any conferences anymore, which yeah. uh, which to their maybe. to that credit, I, I kind of feel like a lot of people think that's better because I've heard a lot of yeah. conferences are like super awkward and just I didn't really watch any this year. But they're they're always kind of there's always something weird. There's always some sort of weird, awkward thing that doesn't come out right, and you know, yeah. So it's like maybe they were right for night for being like fuck the conferences. We're just gonna make a video, and you could just watch the and video. Also you know? about the advertising, they don't honestly really need to do that because they consistently steal the show with at least like one giant game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, kind of what they've been doing for the year, past I saw few years. Everybody wa- walking out wearing odyssey uh, the cappy yeah. hats yeah right and this year 
And it was Zelda Certainly before everybody was talking about Smash. Everybody was lined up for Smash first Smash thing. Pokemon, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah. So they can do that. They can get the noise without spending all the big money to, yep. to paint the side of a building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't, did, need to do, they, they don't need to do that. Did you play Let's Go, Casey? Did you play that at all? The Let's I Go did Pokemon? did not get to play Let's Go. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a separate line, so you had to wait. Yeah, I was just curious because I know you said you were into Pokemon, yeah. so I was wondering if you, you were able to get your hands on that at all. Uh, are you not into it? Not, yeah, because that had a pretty pretty uh, full line. What, what are your thoughts on Let's Go? Do you think you're going to play it, or are you just not into it? Um, I don't know if I'll get Let's Go. I might just wait for um, you know, like the, for the full one, the the next, yeah, the next. Yeah. Uh, Whatever the when the next gen game comes out. Sure. Yeah, I that's mean, supposed to be like next year. Like that'll be like okay. November next year. But I might, I might just because the Pokemon game on the Switch. I mean, mm-hmm. even though it is um, con- just you know, a Gen One Kanto region. Yeah. Um, just be would be kind of cool just to to get a feel for. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I I have yet to play. Um, ultra sun or ultra moon okay so i'd probably you know do those before i uh, you know buy those before i consider oh you know, yeah. let's go sure so. i'm just curious because uh, people seem yeah. to be like uh people seem to be kind of divided on it so yeah, i don't know I, I mean i'll think i'll ch- I, get I, it. I think i'll check it out but mm-hmm. just because i want to see it on switch just like you were saying you know and uh, and right. i have a you know, exactly. I, I have nostalgia for the original Pokemon and Kanto region and all that, so I wouldn't mind going through yeah, it again. Fine. I think I'm gonna wait for you. get the hell in the car, Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fourth one. Yeah, the uh, let's get out of here, Machoke or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell forgot hey. coughing? <laughs> hey, hey, coughing, get out of here! You're you're uh, you're smoking the place up. Can someone roll down the window? Coughing's in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One more notable E3 story. Mm-hmm. Um, a random celebrity sighting. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, sitting yeah. at the booth, and in case he was away at the time, but um, sitting at the booth, you know, I was doing my thing, waving with my power glove, waving at random people, trying to draw them in. Mm-hmm. Power glove was power glove was a big draw. You know, yeah. got a lot of attention, and I wave at this guy, and then he turns around, waves back at me, and I'm like. This guy is like a young dude, but he's got like a white beard. I mean, he looks like he's like 30, but he's got like this gray and white beard. And yeah. I'm like, this is, that, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. And I look closer and I realized that the guy waving back at me was Donald Glover. Yeah. And he was wearing a fake beard. Like he was, you know, wearing a disguise to go out in public. So he didn't get noticed. Yeah. But oh, nice. so Donald Glover's waving back at me. And, uh, all right. But that I was like, man, you know, that disguise kind of failed because it actually drew my attention to him. Yeah, yeah. It was just odd because he had a white. Just out being silly. What's that? He, he might, might just out being silly. silly. You never know. Yeah. Maybe so, but you know, I've heard from. He is a comedian. Mm-hmm. That's true. It could could be. But I've heard from multiple sources that celebrities wear disguises, fake beards, <laughs> fake know, white beards, wigs, and stuff, <laughs> just so they can go out to to big events like E3. Mm-hmm. And tried to experience them like a normal person. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But his his beard, yeah, you know, he has no white in his hair or gray in his hair, and all of a sudden he's got like this white beard. Yeah, so I, I can't. <laughs> I can't think of what. I mean, he normally has a beard, so maybe that it was his only option. Like he's got to have a different colored beard. <laughs> maybe he accidentally washed his his uh, beard with his whites and bleached it. 
Um, accidental bleaching. I didn't forget. Yeah. I didn't figure on that. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, for whoever does that, <laughs> separates your whites or bleaches it. I don't know. He might. That's hilarious. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that was probably the biggest celebrity sighting that I had mm-hmm. at E3. Yep. Cool. It's a pretty big celebrity. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I want to I want to run through some uh, some other news items really quick before we take a break. Mm-hmm. So Dragon Ball Fighter Z apparently has a release date. In Japan, okay, cool. on the Switch, and uh, I thought it was interesting just because uh, they're packaging it with a, you get a free Super Nintendo game with it. Apparently, it's including a download code for the Super Nintendo game Dragon Ball Z Super Budoden, which I thought was weird. Oh, that's cool for Jeb. But it comes out it comes out September twenty seventh. I don't know if that has anything to do about the release date in America. They kind of like just went glanced over it really quick in the direct and. I was interested in that because I haven't played that game yet, and I think it looks great, and I would, I'm fine with waiting mm-hmm. for it for Switch. But uh, yeah, uh, well, I got a chance to play it at uh, E3. And oh yeah, it played good on the Switch. Yeah, on the Switch, yep. Oh nice! I didn't even know it was playable. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah no, I, I'm really excited about playing it. Yes. So yeah, so there's some news about that. Uh, Valkyria mm-hmm. Chronicles Four, which apparently was demoable in at E3 as well. Um, that's coming out September 25th. There's a Ragnarok controller skin which is a wolf that you can get and you can it actually it goes over the um dog bone controller so it looks kind of funny but uh, but yeah if you get it if you get it early enough you can get this uh sticker to put on your on the dog bone controller if you're into that so there's that that that's got another release date to play supposedly that game's cool i don't know i have i played Val- valkyria chronicles on ps3 and i liked it so mm-hmm. i'll probably check up that one uh, Panic Button, apparently they have another game that they're working on for the Switch. I don't know if you guys saw that, but they said that there was another one that hasn't been announced yet. I they, saw that. Yeah, I'm excited for it, whatever it is. I figured maybe it's a Fallout. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, but they also were talking about, uh, they're talking about the we're release window shrinking between like uh, other systems and the Nintendo Switch getting stuff. Basically, it sounded like mm. they're getting better at doing things. So they're saying eventually they'll be like a where everything releases on the same day. Day and date release. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. cool. What did yeah. you have? What did you have over there, Jeremy? Sorry, My, I Minecraft. You. I just wanted to show you before I forgot the Minecraft update. It's happening right now. It just became available. I was wondering what happened with that because that was supposed to be the twentieth, and it didn't. I don't think it dropped it. I saw you kept popping in it there. Said, it said the twenty-first. Yeah, when I looked at it. Oh, I thought it was the twentieth. But uh, yeah, so it so it, you are officially getting it now. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had played that. I so figured I'm you right would have. Yeah, I played it for a little while today just to. I don't know, just to like get reacclimated, and mm-hmm. it was fun, but not the I bedrock. Played for a couple hours today, but you know, not the update. So. Yeah, so we'll have we might to do a video of that later. Yeah, curse of the podcast. I guess we'll have to talk about that next week. Then all the the new Minecraft stuff. I completely forgot about it. I uh, I was like, I was wondering if it was actually put on there yet. I haven't rebought it yet, just because of uh, tennis coming out and like Wolfenstein Two coming out next week as well. I got a lot of purchases coming up. Oh, Wolfenstein's <laughs> next week, huh? And Ease 8 is also next week, so I'm getting both of those. But Ease 8 got reviewed pretty well. Like people like that game a lot, so I'm I'll excited to get that over Wolf. I'm excited. I'm excited to play that. That's uh, two more games that I found were recently announced coming out next week. Uh, Limbo? Limbo and yeah. its spiritual successor, Inside. Inside. I played yeah. Limbo, and I I loved Limbo. I thought that game was great. I played Limbo, Limbo too. I played Limbo yeah. all the way through on PS3 I, and liked it a lot. I played the demo for Inside on a uh, Steam, and it's it's similarly pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was on my, that was on my news list as well. Uh, yeah. Limbo and inside are coming out the 28th next week. So I don't know how much they're selling for, but I'm sure they're, I don't know. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be that much. 
But yeah, those those are coming out. Uh, uh, Square Enix says that they still want to put Dragon Quest Ten. They still want to release Dragon Quest Dragon Quest Ten in the West. I don't believe that, but <laughs> they keep saying they still want to work on it. That's the uh, that's the MMO. They said that they don't know how to handle the uh, like what the plan would be because I guess in Japan there was a five year plan that you got with it, and they didn't know blah 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 how long they would do it. But that was an excuse from them. Apparently, somebody asked Reggie about Netflix on. Uh, the Switch, I don't know if you guys saw this, and he said to ask I Netflix about it. And he also said that he knows how much people want Mother 3. <laughs> I saw I saw another article about that. He's like, yeah, I know you want Mother 3, and I know you want Animal and? Crossing. Uh, but where he said something, you know, it was very much like a business answer where he's like, you know, well, we'll consider it the right time whenever we'll start working on this or blah, blah, blah. It was like, it sounded like a whole lot of bullshit, basically, you know. But he's like, you're not getting Mother 3. Shut up. You know, it's kind of what it seems like. But yeah, the the Minecraft update that was in the news. Uh, what Jeremy was just saying, I forgot I put it on there. Which I'm, re- I'm reading some on Reddit right now about it. According to this person who's doing an AMA or whatever, because they because they want to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. There's no servers to play multiplayer yet. So oh okay. But, but people p- people are saying they're migrating their Xbox Live world over to the Switch, and and it's really weird to see their Xbox gamer tag on the Switch. Mm, yeah. Well, that's another. I mean, we. We could say that's a news story, too. I don't know if we actually talked about that or not, but there was a huge thing about uh, Fortnite and and PS4, because apparently if you had a if you had started like an Epic account on the PS4 and you tried to log into your Epic account on the Switch, it didn't work. It said that you couldn't do it because it was on a PS4 one because they want everything to stay on PS4 because they've always been against the whole crossplay and all that. And a lot of people have been flipping out about that. And apparently an ex-Sony member was interviewed it was in an ign article and he said that it was basically because of money you know they're like they want they don't want other people to play that yeah. game on other their systems. excuse was was that they wanted to control their ecosystem of course where yeah. you know if some like pervert was trying to talk to somebody or whatever blah blah, blah they could like it sounds like nintendo knock that yeah right <laughs> knock that person off, <laughs> off the system <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, there, yeah, there was a huge. Then this guy came out, the Sony employee, and said, "No, it was really about money. They just wanted to make sure you're not playing on Xbox." Of course, yeah, they want you to play on mm-hmm. PS4. But there was a, a lot of people were really pissed about that because they wanted to play Fortnite on Switch, and if you bought your Battle Pass or whatever on PS4, they were hoping to carry it over. But I guess that's not the case. So a lot of people were really pissed about that, and it's like kind of like uh, you know, maybe you should just drop it and let everybody do crossplay. But but. Yeah, that's that's all I got for news. If you guys got anything else, you guys got anything else? Do you want to take a break? Uh, there's conflicting reports about this, and it's something that's kind of just, uh, I guess it's in ru- rumor status on Reddit. But um, I guess if you somehow Nintendo's been able to tell if people dump the ROM off of their Switch card. Oh, for uh, so, somehow Nintendo can tell because yeah. they mm-hmm. have individual like each card is like monitored, so they can actually ban that game card. I heard about that. Text that it was yeah. it was used to like. So I don't know if that's true. It's like I said, it's conflicting reports, but it's like an anti-piracy thing. That's sure. Kind of harsh, but it always been work, I guess. Part of yeah. Nintendo's jam. But don't steal yeah. games. Don't steal. Don't steal games, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just just buy your games regular. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't exactly know what it meant. But uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, there is one more thing I forgot. Disney and Nintendo is partnering to make a show. Have you seen that? Oh, right. The Nintendo Switch That's Family right. Showdown. <laughs> on, on yeah, the it's Disney like a game channel. show completely based around the Switch and families yeah. playing the Switch together. I guess they're going to do stuff where you have to find specific things in Odyssey, 
they're going to do another thing with tennis aces. So I don't know. I don't really, I don't have cable, so I couldn't really watch it, but that's interesting. You know, more, more switch, more, uh, more switch advertisement. That's cool. You know, what I mean, the it's challenges you have to go to the store and buy a switch. Well, they're everywhere now. It's not really a difficulty anymore. I mean, I see them at every, every time I go to target, they got like 30 of them now. So that's, Oh, that's just blatant advertisement. That's what I meant to say. Oh yeah. yeah you know, your like, challenge is to go home and buy your own switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the person who buys the most games wins. It's like that. Uh, it's like that Simpsons joke where it's like the, the, it was like the cartoon. It's like how to find, how to buy action figure man, the movie or something like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It was like in their uh, Oscar episode or whatever. But uh, yeah, if there's nothing else, do you guys want to take a break? And we'll talk about Max sure. Duo. Take a break. Sounds good. All right, cool. Okay. Be right back. Okay, so Casey, um, why don't you tell us about Max Duo and what you okay. what you have going on with that? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, Max, Max Duo. Duo. Yes, we got our. Oh, you guys! Hey, are, hey nice swag. You guys are Twinkies. Yeah. You guys <laughs> did that. Max Duo. Duo. Um, so that's available on the Kickstarter. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got my WCW and, revenge. Stream. <laughs> hold on, hold on, John. John broke his mic. John, you went MTV Extreme Man for a down. second. <laughs> I did. So you have a, so you have a Kickstarter. Um, what is that? I got a Kickstarter. Kickstarter.com slash Max Duo. Is that how those work? Or uh, it is. Well, there's a link uh, through the website, uh, which is caseongames.com. Um, okay, I'll, so I'll put it in the A-E-I-S-A-N, you know, games.com. Okay. And um I'll put it in the link there, or in the I'll put it in the description of the title of the episode. Just send me a awesome. thing of it just so I know okay, yeah. exactly yep. how to spell it. But yeah, I'll put it in the show. So uh right, sweet. yeah, the Kickstarter. So I looked at the Kickstarter and there's really not there's really not a whole lot about the game in there. Like how uh how did right. you how do you guys go about like I don't know, how do you go about selling a game when you don't really have a anything to demo or you don't have a video of it or anything like that. Like what was your pitch to the guys well, like, at E3? Uh, so, well, so, so I'll get to, uh, you know, how, how all, uh, cause like the Kickstarter as I, well, I was talking with my friend earlier today. Um, and, uh, he was pretty like, yeah, like there's, you need to tweak the, the Kickstarter a little bit and post E3, I can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'll start with E3 first and kind of what my pitch was there and what the game is. Okay. Um, so Max Duo, it's a puzzle game in development for the Android devices, Android platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully after launch shortly thereafter will be, you know, version for iOS. But so um, the game, uh, there's two parts to like each round of the game. Um, and first is a... Uh, matching 
phase, like a traditional matching game, you flip two two tiles and try and make a match. If they don't match, you know, the tiles will back over. And the objective there is to um, uncover all the tiles on the game board. So uh, on like a uh, mobile phone screen, uh, on the bottom portion, there would be like a, there would be a six by six um, grid of tiles. And you want to uncover all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and that part of the fa- of the game is about revealing all the locations of the tiles on the game board. Now, above the like game board uh, is an image uh, that um, it's essentially a hint for what the final you know, puzzle should look like once you've completed it. Mm-hmm. So. Matching, we've just gone through the matching phase. Um, so, and the tiles in the matching phase, they have uh, shapes mm. uh, on them S- squares, circles, and triangles. The tiles are black and white. Um, some have the background uh, white with a black, you know, shape on it, and mm. the other half have a black background with a white shape on it. So, you match all those, and that reveals all the pieces on the game board. Once that happens, the tiles, they go from having the shapes on them to going full blade black and white. Mm-hmm. So that it, those, so the um, the hint at the top is just those that the black and white uh, squares. So my example on the that I was scrolling like the game animation was of like a checkered flag. Mm-hmm. And so the objective there then is to swap the black and white tiles um, from their you know, location to match that hint. Once you've matched that, well, the round or, you know, that the game stops and you're shown a time, you're, you're timed. The faster you complete the puzzle, uh, the better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you said there's two parts, right? There's the match part right. where you like pull the things off, but then the second part, what do you, is it what's under that so that you do a, or is it the, a different? It's, it's like under that and that's the, like a tile swapping. Okay. So you'd swap, yeah, blacks for whites, vice versa. Okay. But then you do another matching thing, right? The second time around? Not after that. So matching followed by tile swapping. Oh, okay. And that's a round. Okay. And that then is. it just ke- and then it continues and gets faster and harder as uh, that, or how's how does it progress? Um, so so let me so as my pitch was so there's like three player modes that will be available upon launch. Mm-hmm. Launch uh, is we're anticipating to be uh, mid t- uh, 2019, so probably around June. Mm-hmm. is when the initial uh, release date will be and the three you know player modes you'll have a f- single player multiplayer and then what we call daily time attack okay now daily time attack will a number of puzzles will be uploaded throughout the day mm-hmm. a player will have you know window of time to complete a puzzle and then submit a time Times will be uploaded to a leaderboard, and you'll be ranked against other players from around the world. Oh, okay. So, cool. you're, yeah. so you're offering, uh, like, there's going to be new content all the time, new puzzles. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So the, the puzzles, um, the game boards are um, randomized. The hint is randomized. So very unlikely you will be playing the same you know, puzzle okay. ever. Yeah. Have you, like, developed a, a sort of beta version of this? Or have you, do you do programming at all? I, I do a little bit of programming. Um, I taught myself code a few years back, like basic HTML, CSS, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, JavaScript, um, that stuff. 
and then just this year, I got myself um, uh, into uh, Android Studio. I downloaded that and then I've started okay. to kind of play around and kind of see, oh, okay, like this is uh, um, similar enough to those other languages where you can kind of, you know, teach yourself, mm-hmm. uh, especially with all the um, tutorials available on like YouTube and all over the internet. Sure. We're- but what I did hear at. Um, while I was at E3 is um, a lot about Unity, that software program for developing, you know, games and programs on that. And so I'm definitely going to look into that. And that's an engine you can use like on every platform really, Yeah, right? you could use it on yeah, the Switch. I believe so. Use it on the Switch if you wanted yeah. to. Mm-hmm. You should do it on, on Unity because you can pretty much jump from Android to iPhone uh, yes. relatively easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, eventually the Switch. Eventually the Switch. And Switch. <laughs> What what inspired you to do this? Like, what uh, were you always planning on doing this puzzle game, or were you always wanting to make a game like this, or what? What, what <laughs> so, brought you to so it? So here's my. Um, so about uh, almost about a year ago, um, like I've been uh, a moderate, like to uh, you know gamer, mm. um, you know PC games, but you know consoles too, uh, definitely Nintendo stuff. Sure. And. Um, I went to school for industrial design mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like, you know, I'd like to make products and stuff. And when I went home for, um, well, I got myself into streamers and I was and getting into that. Like I got back into kind of like, oh, you know, what? I, you know, I really like games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do I get into that? Um, and with someone with the industrial design background, um, you know, could I do that? Um, I went home for Christmas and talked with my good friend from high school. And at the end of the night, uh, we, you know, we'd be talking and stuff. And I like to throw ideas off of people. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, hey, you know what? You know, I'm thinking about getting myself into games. Uh, and he mentioned, well, mobile games. Like, if you're going to do something right now, mobile games are hot. Mm-hmm. So that kind of pointed me in the direction of, okay, well, I'll do something for mobile games. You know, platforms, Android, iOS, and I'll take a look at that. So did that, and it was like, well, I've played some mobile games, you know, Angry Birds, and I've played, mm-hmm. like, a version of uh, FIFA sure. on a mobile. And playing those, uh, I'm just like, and having played, like, a Game Boy Advance and, well, now a 3DS, mm-hmm. how, how, how do I make, well, mobile games interesting to me, mm-hmm. you know, something, like, right. that I would want to play. And that was uh, the first challenge for me because, uh, <laughs> honestly, mobile games just like there's a lot of cool stuff on there. But I mean, like, I'd rather play with like a controller of and course, I'd yeah. have like tactile buttons and yeah. just tap in a screen or something. Just mm-hmm. not appealing, even if the graphics are like really cool or yeah. appealing for a mobile device. Sure. Um, I feel like you need to find a way to make it interesting. Like if you're doing right. a mobile game, you have to find a way to make the tapping interesting where that's where, mm-hmm. where it's something where you feel like, oh, well, I can only play this on a mobile game or I need to have it in this certain way. That's how I feel, I guess, for yeah. that type of thing. Because I'm the same boat as you. I'm like very much the controller over that. But it's mm-hmm. you have to find some sort of way where it's where it feels like more, you know, where it's like, oh, well, this makes more sense or this, you know, it's better to do it like on the yeah. touch screen and that type or of thing. Where, where the game makes sense for the mm-hmm. – um like the touch screen. Yeah. Right. Like where it's not just, oh, well, you're tapping as if it was a controller. Yeah. Those I are the worst. Yeah. 
there's Touch no screen can do that. Yeah. Controller can't. Like I have a friend who plays. What is that? Is it Hearthstone, the Blizzard game? Yeah, the card the game. Card game. Yeah. yeah, he's like every time I see him on his phone, he's playing that. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. That's like perfect for a touchscreen. It's a card game. Like I had the opposite opposite experience with uh, Sushi Strikers when I downloaded the demo. Yeah, it's I made for a touchscreen. Because yeah. it's like I wanted a stylus. You know, I have my Switch, <laughs> yeah. you know, which I yeah, paid three hundred bucks stylus, for. Mm-hmm. Play all these great yeah. games, but here's Sushi Strikers, and I'm like wishing it was on a mobile phone. Yeah, or well, you know, it will be. Just use my f- or no, it won't. Finger with more it's more accuracy. It just, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, yeah, I think it was made for 3ds, and then just kind of like pushed to the right. Switch later is what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no stuff like that. Yeah, because it doesn't really make sense for you to use a controller with it. And uh, what was it? A uh, Pokemon Quest felt the same way, where it's not really it's made to be a mobile game, but it's weird to play mm-hmm. with a controller. Yeah. So, did you use some of the ISO, uh, the some of the Android development tools to get to this, or were you just kind of like? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So after after that, I uh, downloaded Android Studio, and I was like, okay, I can work with this, but like, if I'm going to make a game of any kind, it's going to have to be something simple, because mm-hmm. like I have some knowledge of coding and and that kind of stuff, but that's not my back. That that's definitely not my like forte. Um, so I, I immediately started to think along the lines of, okay, well, I want to make a game and if I'm going to make, if I want to make a game that I myself could potentially, you know, program and make, it's got to be something simple. So it, that got me into the lines of, okay, well, puzzles and like, you know, just some basic, mm-hmm. you know, shapes or geometry, yeah, similar to like Tetris. Sure. Um, that's where I started to think along the lines of because mm-hmm. okay, like you know, simple graphics and should be relatively easy programming compared to like a platformer or uh, any kind of other like mm-hmm. game. Sure, it's and a good starting point. Once I got started along that, I well, I thought of my Pokemon game, mm-hmm. like the little mini game, um, Pokemon Shuffle or whatever, yeah, where yeah. you have that image of the Pokemon. And mm-hmm. then it shuffles it up, and then you have yeah. to put it all back together. Sure. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I like the, well, I like that, like, you know, tile swap or shuffle kind of game. Mm-hmm. And and then I started, and then as, like, a designer, I do, um, I like to do research. Um, I started looking, okay, well, you know, puzzles, what are the benefits? You know, what's out there on that? And, um Somehow I got onto like matching games too, like, and then there just like happened this moment where I was like, oh, you know, I really like the Pokemon Shuffle game, mm-hmm. and oh, it'd be really cool if like the matching games somehow went together. Sure. And then once I got thinking on that, I was like, oh, well, if it starts out matching, you can reveal the location of the tiles on the game board, and mm-hmm. then you have to put them into once you've done that you then have to put them into a certain order after that. Mm-hmm. And but once I had that, I was like, well, you know, how do I make this interesting? Because it's just like, you know, sticking a, a matching game with the tile games. Like, okay, well, that's cool. But like, there's all these <laughs> matching and tile games you can just yeah, download sure. already. Yeah. Um, how to make that interesting. And um, once I added the time element and thought about that again, mm. thank you. You know, referencing you know Tetris. How how does Tetris make itself interesting? Mm. Well, the tiles are always falling. Yeah. Um, in my case, it was like, oh well, you, if I add the time element, now it becomes like a competition, and people can get into that. Mm. I uh, love so if if, you, if 
it's the tile game like you're talking about where you like mm-hmm. the pla- the like the plastic games where you slide the tiles around like right yeah man those are, those are my those are my mm-hmm. jams. They're like they were in Wind Waker from the time I was like four or five. <laughs> yeah, my parents bought me a Cubert one. It was actually my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and they used to like you know, Jeremy come out and solve that puzzle for everybody because like I'd played it so much that I could solve it like super quick. <laughs> yeah, no matter where so it was, like, became like a little party favor for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love those games. I still like uh, Wind Waker had some of those oh, when you, yes. when you get your little cabana yeah. cabin, and I yeah. that was one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think one of the cool things about Casey's idea is that a lot of times with puzzle games, you know, you, the whole thing is you're supposed to get into the zone. Like Tetris, you play that, mm-hmm. you zone out, you start seeing the pieces out mm-hmm. in your real life and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, you know, that, that can be fun and all, but sometimes you just, with those games, you feel like almost like you're, you're turning your brain off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about his design is because you're going back and forth from the, uh, from the matching to the tile swapping, you're never you're getting in the zone, but you're not getting too zoned out. You're not becoming too much of a zombie. You're mm-hmm. you're switching your brain up a little bit, and mm-hmm. it makes you stay on your toes, which I I think is a cool aspect for mm-hmm. a puzzle game, switching back and forth like that. Yeah. So is it while you're doing like one version before the second version, is there a certain way you can do it that will benefit you when it gets to the second phase? Like is there like if you did it? Oh, okay. Now, yeah, now that you yeah. know what's so, coming, um, like that type of thing. The, the hint. The hint uh, is displayed at all times. So mm-hmm. right from the beginning, when it uh, starts up at that matching phase, you can already kind of start thinking about how you want to strategize to maximize your movements or number of tile swaps that you want to do to um, complete the the second part faster. Yeah, yeah. So so they do right. kind of they do kind of like uh, go together, right? Right. If you know they like yep. if you know yep. the way to do the second part. You can kind of like plan it out in the first part. Like that would be yes. once yes. you figure out the so, way. Where, yeah, that would be the way you'd want to do it. If you imagine like a like a checkerboard, right? Yeah. So as you're tapping to reveal the different shapes, you got you know squares, you got circles, etc. Mm-hmm. But also underneath, you're also revealing the tile swapping phase one by one. So you're in mm-hmm. addition to seeing that circle and that you know t- triangle, you're also seeing is that tile underneath it black or white. Okay. So exactly. as you're yeah. matching, you can also, in your own head, start to see both the hint puzzle, the hint to the puzzle on top, and the tile swapping phase being revealed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can plan uh, ahead, like you. The saying. concept of it sounds fun to me. Like I, yeah. I especially like the time aspect mm-hmm. because Thank then you. you'd be like, oh crap, I gotta like, oh no, I gotta, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I messed up. Yeah, I gotta start over again. Time attack. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all about well, one uh, of the things we kept seeing uh, uh, as far as like when we were demoing it for different people coming by was people kept commenting how this is something that like it's not only a cool puzzle game, but it's something that should come included on a phone. Like the way that Minesweeper used to come included with Windows or Solitaire. Yeah. <laughs> or you like got that Snake. comment again and again. Or like Tetris came with like, Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Tetris <laughs> came included. Like Tetris yeah. Game Boy. No. Yeah. Because it's it's something that is both familiar and different at the same time, meaning mm-hmm. that people can pick it up without any real hesitation. They're not like nervous about it because it yeah. kind of looks familiar. You know, the, the the matching phase, which is like memory, and then there's the tile swapping, mm. you know, which is like those old puzzles Jeremy was talking about. Sure. But it's new because you've got the hit screen on the top, and also you're matching the two things together. You're putting the two types mm-hmm. of puzzles together into one new puzzle so it makes it approachable right. and, and new at the same time sure and on, and yeah. on that like in in that idea 
what how would you want to like release it would like you release it as freemium would you do like a a price at the beginning that where you get everything like how would you what are you what are you planning on doing like when you would release it on android like will it so free version and you gotta pay for whatever i don't know Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, the, like that initial purchase, like you'd get everything. Um, since there's a multiplayer and like an online aspect, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah. After that first year, there'd probably be like a small, you know, like fee just to have access to, you know, whatever multiplayer is on, you know, servers and definitely the online. Sure. Um, and the idea though, but you'd always have access to like a single player mode or the mm. modes that don't need, you know, access to the server. So you would charge up front then for it? Yeah, up front. How much are and, you thinking? And after, after that, like after that first year, like if someone had access to the online stuff, you know, that requires the server, like, you know, a small fee. Cause like uh. that, that costs money to right. maintain those things. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, I, I think about like Wikipedia where like, you know, everybody uses it and like, you know, they have to mm. you know, cover the cost. Plus I, I want to keep one of the main uh, goals of the game is to keep it ad free sure. um, mm-hmm. because I want the game. I want you to be able to, when you play the game, I want you to be able to play it for like, you know, if you want to play it for five minutes, I want you to be able to play the game for five minutes, sure. not yeah. <laughs> experience ads and then, oh, well, be distracted. My, yeah. yeah, distracted. And, um, well, you don't want to have to sit through. I want people yeah. to be able to jump in for you know, five minutes or whatever and then be able to just jump out and mm-hmm. you'll have a full experience. And, um, yeah. Sure. There's also a cool visual design to it, which, yeah, I wouldn't want to see interrupted by ads. Mm-hmm. Right. But so would you charge like $5 then or would you charge like $2? Like what like what oh, do you, what well, do you, you think? Know, are you... Range, you know, I'm not 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 uh, quite sure yet. Or is I, mean, that... I think on your on your Kickstarter is it the $5 donation well, is the is the first yeah, tier? Yeah, $5 is the lowest. Um mm-hmm. that's like taking into account, you know, whatever the cost of the game is and then you know also going towards you know, building the, we got, I have a network that I've got to build, you know, servers mm-hmm. and whatnot. So sure. it, it's more of initial, like upfront cost is, is more, you know, re- release of the game, you know, that might be less than $5, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know where yet. I just know, you know, cause I, I just went on to like the Android store, just kind of get a feel, uh, you know, what, what range, mm-hmm. you know, I saw a bunch of like two, three, you know, some four. So you know, five dollars or less is you know probably likely. Sure. Um, well, you also yeah, you've, sure. you want to make sure you get you don't know what your budget is yet. And, uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. It, what know. all your, it's going to take to get off the ground and. Mm. Yeah. Well, you probably have a general idea, but you don't know what yeah, capital you have to work with initially. Yeah. It probably yep. has something to do with development costs as well, right? And you want to like reach yeah. a certain whatever. Yeah. In the end, I mean, it's if you learned anything from a uh, Super Mario Run, like a. Uh, don't release it for like ten dollars because uh, that kind of killed <laughs> them. Nobody will buy it. Yeah, because when it goes on sale for five dollars later, people are <laughs> right? About it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I bought it for ten dollars, but I bought it for five. Yeah, but it's like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I bought it for ten. I thought it was worth ten. I never played it. Like I've barely played it since I bought it. Like uh, the full game. Yeah, I haven't played it since it came out. Yeah. But yeah, I think ideally, I definitely want to keep it. You know, five or under. You know, the uh, when it does like release, release. Mm-hmm. Um, which is likely. I don't see why not. Because my my idea is to is to make it as accessible um, as possible. So I just, making uh, it competitive is good because then you know that's a good way to sell multiple copies. Of like, it. Yes, yeah. yes, right. for sure. Mm-hmm. 
would you I'm sure you'd want to put it on like other systems eventually, right? You got to get it yeah, on got to get uh, it on the Switch. Got to get that Switch money, man. Yeah, Apparently that's where everything's selling. Switch, Switch game, yeah. There's not too many puzzle games on the Switch really. I mean, there's Puyo Puyo. Yeah, it's well, yeah, Can we name any I mean, there's, there's a, a Neo Geo one. Yeah, say there's Neo there's, Geo. There's probably like six Neo Geo puzzle games at least. I I have like 3 of them. Sushi Strikers arguably okay. a puzzle game. True. Well, yeah, um, definitely interested in getting this on other um, there's a, uh, systems, consoles, yeah. uh, platforms. And E3, well, I had a, a better E3 than I was expecting. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, well, I know I got to have decent, like, cool puzzle games. So, yeah. so this mm-hmm. should attract some attention and um, should do okay. And uh, from the bites uh, that we got it's definitely excited to, to uh for the potential um because yeah. you know see this on you know pc or there was some interest from vr companies yeah. that was um, the most surprising thing yeah to that was I, which that, neither of us expected uh-huh. that yeah. that was that's a blossoming really platform of, even now though yeah mm-hmm. yeah we got uh, two people i got two people in a row from vr companies telling me that it would make a great vr game one one lady was a uh, Developer, I couldn't remember what company she, she came from, but the other guy was head of developer relations for HTC, which makes the Vive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, and doing thought, up, they're doing a 2.0 or an upgraded Vive soon. Yeah, and like we couldn't, have, you know, I think we, we couldn't uh, have got like a. I, wouldn't, a I wasn't thinking higher, all about VR. I, That's I, I pretty was, strong. I was not thinking at all about it. And two people in a row came, one of whom was the head of developer relations for HTC. So I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. Pleasantly surprised by that, um, you know, that someone of of that caliber would look at our little game or Casey's little game, rather. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was speaking as, on on behalf of Casey; it's his game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that was pretty su- surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Did you have a? Did you have like printouts or pictures like uh, that you could show them? Like of what yeah, it looked like. I had um. So I, what I did, I did a, like a process book. Oh, okay. And um, and then I had a game animation. So oh, okay, you know, in cool. here. Like, I don't know if we can show her stuff, but... Uh, oh, um, yeah, no, go for it. We, uh, we'll record... Okay. I mean, we'll show some stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, so, cool. you know, examples... So you guys can see this is, mm-hmm. like, examples of, um, you know, what the game... You know, the you know, screenshots would look like here, you know, being the matching phase where the okay. tiles are all face down. Yeah, yeah. Can you hold it a little closer to the camera? Uh, oh, I can... Well, let's see here if I can... Because the light here, I'm not sure how much you, you know, can be seen. It looks very... That's pat- pretty good. It looks very patriotic. It's like the the red and white stripes, and uh, almost kind of looks like a flag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but then here, you know what? Uh, oh, okay. You know, when, cool. Yeah, those yeah. are all the different shapes. Yeah. And then how it transitions, mm-hmm. you know, afterwards from having shapes to the black and white. Okay. Yeah. Okay. To give you guys a better idea. Cool. Um, what else? Uh, but whatever. You know, and you know, example of well, here, here we go, like from you know, this is like that tile swapping part where you got like a tile selected mm-hmm. and then you know showing it moved and then how you want to how the game board should be looked oh, okay uh, i see so you're finish. moving it around to try to make it like that black and white yes yeah. was this uh was it inspired at all by like ds like with the two screens and all that while you were thinking about it because um, i could see it working know, really well as a ds it game might have been yeah now that you've mentioned that, mm-hmm. I, had, I I haven't thought of that. But I was um, you're thinking of sort of like classic or like iconic games mm-hmm. in terms of like design and um, 
Oh, well, like as John mentioned, you know, a checkerboard, like that's yeah. like people see that and they instantly yeah. recognize, oh, you know, checkers are chess. Um, yeah. Playing or people cards, mentioned Othello. Mm-hmm, or yeah. Go. Um, go, yeah. You know, both of those, yeah. you know, black and white. Yeah. Um, uh, well, in high contrast, um, I wanted people to be very clear that, oh, well, this tile looks like this and this tile looks like this. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is nice for people who might be colorblind or yes exactly maybe they're playing their their phone screens turned way down yeah, yeah. say battery mm-hmm. for sure yeah. yeah yeah or you could put it on e-reader you know black and white yeah they're right e-reader <laughs> yeah and then you know like examples of like you know finish screen you know gg you finished and you oh, know, okay. like your time and it's like example of like a leaderboard or something oh okay yeah yeah, oh. yeah. So, can you uh do you know about sound yet have you figured out if you're going to try to put music or sound effects in it, I've thought about it a little bit in terms of not to, you know down to the detail of like like uh like what the you know swap or you know how that that feels or sounds like, um, but I've definitely had thoughts of like you know if there's any kind of like music I can get just like in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you got to get some kicky like indie. Uh, yeah, you got to get some kicky indie yeah. jam. I mean, most indie games have a uh, good soundtrack, so right. Got to get like Jake Kaufman to do something for you or something. He might, know, he might uh, be too Lena expensive. Rain or something, yeah. <laughs> All right, or Lena Rain, yeah. That would be that would be my choice. I'd go for Jake Kaufman or Lena Rain. They're both they're both great. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure that'd be more down the down more down the road. Like once you get uh, to more of the development stuff. Yes, yes. Well, I know from like talking to developers, different places I've gone to like conventions and stuff. Like a lot of them are like, oh yeah, well, you know. I, I have this artist doing the art for it. I have this person doing the music for it. And mm-hmm. this person lives in Germany and this person lives in oh, yeah, yeah. Ireland or, you know what I mean? So yeah, the guys, so a we, lot of these collaborations come together further down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guys, the concept we, is concrete. The guys that we talked to that were making like old and old Nintendo games were like that. We're like, Oh yeah, we met this person from Sweden or whatever. That's like doing this, <laughs> doing all the designs for this Metroidvania game or Vania game mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, definitely from E3, what was really cool, even though I only had a, a, a game animation and in my process booklets, John and I we were taking down people's contact, you know, mm-hmm. name and email, and letting yep. you know, hey, you know, when we have a beta version ready uh, for people to play, yeah, yeah, Let's check it we're going to get into contact with you and let you know, mm-hmm. hey, you still interested in playing and helping us yeah. test this thing? Yeah, we got um, a good three quite full a bit pages. of, uh, yeah, good, uh, good uh, interest in mm-hmm. you know, helping with that phase. Add my email. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Please send. <laughs> I don't have an Android, but whenever it's on iPhone, I'll, I'll play it to beta. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. yeah we should talk a bit about right. how if it gets developed on Unity. Yeah, it could be really soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we should talk a bit about how you got to E3. Okay. I mean, yeah. Right. From uh, let's put let's yeah, put it yeah, in I'll, perspective. I'll go with that. So, yeah. well, I mean, we have like a one month kind of like story. Yeah, one month and, story. Uh, That's what we were telling people. One mm-hmm. one month. One month. About about a month ago, you. Decided was, to go to E3. And... So, so yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell the story, John. Please go for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'd been working on this as it was kind of like backburner, and then seriously started working this on like a month ago, and got to a point where um, I made like the game animation, kind of like a rough proto game animation. I was like, oh well, man, I could see you know E3 is around the corner. How do I get to E3? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so. Before I started thinking there, I was like, "Well, you know, I got a computer science buddy," and um, I was like, "Well, you know, I'll show I'll show this to him. Uh, you know, a good friend of mine, so I trust him. Uh, you know, feedback and and whatnot." So I talked with him, and he's like, 
yeah, you, you know, your duffel, this is starting to look like a, you know, a, a project, you know, something that could be something. And, um, but he wasn't quite sure about like E3 as being, well, you know, like a debut event, you know, ideal for a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, big players like Nintendo, yeah. uh, you know, PlayStation, everybody else. But I was like, ah, but yeah, E3, it's like, that's, that's the big, that's the big event. There's going to be a lot of people there. So at the very least, like, it's good, good just to be there just to get a feel for the market and any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So had, you know, talked with him and then I was like, okay, well, registration was like starting to get like close for, well, I can't remember. Anyway, so I, I was like, okay, well, I'll get myself registered with E3. And we'll see where this goes. So I registered with E3 and started to talk with some of the reps and whatnot and um, inquire about, okay, how do I get a booth? And, you know, what are rates for a booth at E3? And what they, what they sent me back was, mm-hmm. you know, for like what Nintendo would get and, yeah. and stuff. Or, you know, minimum was like 200 square feet, but like, you know, 50 to $60 per square foot. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's like... Yeah. More than I need for like a little mobile game. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, well is, uh, are there any other, uh, you know, people I can talk with who either like, is there, can I get a smaller booth or, or isn't there like stuff like not necessarily on the show floor, but like you're at the show um, and legitimately you're part of E3. And eventually they get, the E3 reps got around to being like, oh, maybe you should talk to um, Indicate. Hmm. And... My computer science buddy had mentioned them because Indicate, they have a separate, uh, they have their own festival later in the year, um, October, uh, in the greater LA area, mm. and all indie games and that kind of stuff. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'll get into touch with Indicate. So I did that. Um, I'll explain Indicate. They're an independent organization that supports uh, indie developers, small game developers, and that's what they do. They, they have their own festival. They have like workshops and uh, they help with kind of that sort of stuff. Uh, I can't remember all their, um, uh, what they do, but, um, that's like the main stuff. So I got into contact with them and had a little phone interview uh, that went well. And indicate rep was like, Hey, you know what? You know, send us, send us what you got. And, um, because we do, they have well, they've got the booth at E3, and if we like what we see, uh, you know, you might have a chance at a spot on the floor. So I sent them my stuff, and you know, a week later, I heard back the good news: Hey, we want you to show at E3. Um, nice. And with that, those like uh, that was part of like a bigger like package. So what I ended up doing is um, Indicate offered me a partnership. So like a, like a patron fee to uh, Indicate. Mm-hmm. But one of the benefits is I had a table at E3 where I could show off my game that I had just started a month ago. Nice. Um, <laughs> which is just like, wow. Yeah. Really cool. It's amazing. So you, uh, so you paid Indicate to do it. Is that what you're saying? Like a Patreon type well, I paid, thing? Yes. I paid Indicate. You know, for the booth, but there's there the partnership lasts for a full year. Mm-hmm. So, like, part of what I paid them was for the booth, but then yeah. there's uh, the event in there's an event in October. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. so you get you get to be part of that event. I was yeah, gonna say. yeah. I figured you'd and get to do that. Too. That's awesome. Um, there's and uh, they have also uh, they're part of a festival in Europe too. 
um, oh, wow. like the following week. So I could be part of that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to. Nice. Um, and then some other benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they definitely, well, the exposure have definitely helped out. I mean, being at E3 is just like, probably like, well, any game developer's dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. It's like place that. To be. Any gamer's dream, period. Right. Yeah, it's a place uh, to be. So that was huge. And they offer, you know, workshops for you know, programming and development and PR and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Advertising, you know, you, yeah. And they keep you from having to rent out 200 square feet by yourself. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the table. That that sounds awesome nice. compared to way more money than I can afford to dump into this. <laughs> we should uh we should do that for next year. Try to get on Indicate, uh, Nintendo Main, the game. We'll uh, try to get us on the show floor. Start working on it. It was just so cool. It's really cool that they were able to help you out for all that, though. I mean, that's that's just cool that that's that that's uh that there's an organization like that that would like help you get 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 off the ground. Visually for them, like it was cool to have us there. We were we were on the perimeter, so basically we were one of the ones sort of welcoming people into the indicated section of the show, right? Okay. Now here's us, which Mm -hmm. we have a concept. We were pretty forthright and honest about that we have mm-hmm. it's as a concept yeah many yeah. other people if they have like finished games i mean i'm talking about like stand-up arcade cabinets yeah stuff you can actually guys, play guys next to us had yes. uh, a vr game mm-hmm. uh you know five weeks they cranked that out and it was available on steam and people were playing it at the yeah. uh, right. e3 right the people uh right to our left they had these really awesome uh scaled down miniature arcade cabinets that they made i mean mm-hmm. you've seen the ones at the store but these ones are like really high quality you could like see the little quarter slots and scratches on the machine and mm. really 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 cool stuff so mm-hmm. visually for indicate it was beneficial for them to have us on the outside where people could see that yeah. oh with indicate if you have a cool concept and design documents you can be a trailer, part of it. yeah Mm-hmm. and the passion you could be at e3 yeah it's nice. right next that's, to the big guys who have that, the that's, yeah amazing I mean, we were we were next to playstation we were around the corner from yeah. nintendo mm-hmm. yeah you mm-hmm. were like you said you were sitting like by the nintendo booth watching the direct at your booth so we were sitting at, the, <laughs> at our cool. table yeah watching the direct and nintendo was right behind us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice so it was just you know what what a what a picture for Indiecade. Mm-hmm. For th- I mean, thousands of people walked by our corner throughout yeah. the whole show. And they got to see that Indiecade is the organization that supports people from concept through to completion. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great advertisement for Indiecade yeah. right there on, yeah. our, on our podcast. They're definitely helping their own reputation by helping oh, indie developers. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And- for sure, yeah. My and all the indie, all you indie developers talk to each other. I know you do, so <laughs> you would know if it was bad to get associated with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be on Twitter, right? If they fuck something up, like <laughs> be hashtagging that shit in no time. Cool. All right. Well, uh, is in uh, we're we're getting a little long on the on the podcast, so I need to kind of wrap sure. things up. But yeah, is there any up. is sure. there any final thoughts that you want to say about your game that you feel like you haven't missed, or anything you want to tell us? Like uh, as a, I, I don't think know. That's, I think covered 
pretty well. No, I, I think of John. <laughs> yeah, we can remind people, you know, we got a Kickstarter going on if you want to support yeah, Kickstarter, That's probably like the emphasis. Yeah. I'll, I, yeah. I put you, it, had, you had a video on the show floor. Is there a video oh, yeah, available that's, online? Um, yep. So, yeah, my, my, I'm in the process of updating the Kickstarter post E3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I can, I'll have the um, game animation video. Yeah. Uh, as like the main video so people can really get a sense for uh, what the game will look like and start yeah. to get a you know feel for how it will play nice uh, rather than having to read through a, a, a quite a bit of description <laughs> yeah on the kickstarter sure so my plan is like uh, to uh you know put uh what i call the short version just like the main bullet points mm. let the game animation video you know, tell the story of the game mm. um, and then just those bullet points and if somebody and then links to like the website and Kickstarter uh, well you know, I guess you'll already be at the Kickstarter so you want to eat that one <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, um, I'll put it in the show notes so uh, people can find it sure. include sure. it in the notes for the episode so we can check it out yeah, I yeah. put it up there a couple episodes ago but I'll put it down there again but yeah, yeah sure. I, I think the one that's Name up the there game. one more time Max Duo. Max, Max Duo. Duo. Yeah. Max, Max Duo. Duo match and match and swap puzzle game. Yeah. You guys are the Max Duo. Uh, with your matching Max shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well uh thanks thanks for coming on the show, Casey. And um uh, we'll definitely definitely keep a lookout on uh Max Duo and hope everything comes together for you. It sounds like Indicade did really well and uh yeah, hope hope it comes together. It's a I I definitely try it out. Like if it made it over to iPhone, I definitely yeah, try yeah. it. Out. Send, send, I'll try yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, send your send me your emails. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be, you know John, I'll get them. Sure, and sure. I'll put you guys cool. on the list. Nice. Uh, so nope. Yeah, when uh, beta time comes around. Cool. Hey, All right. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> I do have an Android, so I'm, oh, I'm okay. right there. Yeah, Jeremy has one, so you can play. Yeah. Go cool. All right. <laughs> well, this has been Nintendo Main episode one two six. We, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Murkowski. John Litter. And Casey Kitchell. And, uh, you know, you can catch us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Uh, you can find our podcast on any sort of uh, podcatcher, uh, iTunes, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, send a, you know, send us an email at NintendoMainPodcast at gmail.com if you want to. Um, you can also, like, rate us and stuff like that. I, I do streams on Twitch.tv slash NintendoMainPodcast. And uh, you can find me on Twitter as uh, Nintendo underscore domain as well. I like to comment on other shit and sometimes talk about <laughs> Waluigi and how he doesn't belong in Smash Brothers. But uh, <laughs> you can find stuff like that. And, uh, of course, we do. Leave Sakurai alone, Demis. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, we forgot about that. People bugging him about him about getting like, yeah. Yeah, harassed. Yeah. 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 Leave, like Sakurai, badly. leave Sakurai alone. Um, like parallels to 9-11 and stuff like that. Being like, <laughs> it's crazy. I thought it was like parallels kind of to like, a, games. like parallels well, to it, Kelly Marie train. Yeah. And they're like showing <laughs> oh, pictures of the, of the towers getting hit like oh, in geez. their troll posts. Wow. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's right. crazy. Leave them alone. Perspective well, folks. This actually, is slightly less tragic. Yeah. You can also, oh. <laughs> you can also check out videos of us uh, at youtube.com slash fingmater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. And uh, yeah, uh, leave Sakurai alone. <laughs> leave Sakurai alone. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll, t- we'll talk to you next week. Later. Later. See you.
I was going to mention like Meteos just because of that funny story about John and his ex roommate and how he dropped his DS like from three stories playing <laughs> oh, Meteos right. story. and it broke in half. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't like that roommate very much. Yeah, he was weird. Even he the DS weird. was like, I don't want to with this guy anymore. Yeah, he, he like, really weird. yeah, we were like and playing his roommate who just like he he was like this like little like I don't know like copycat like tried to copy everything that I did, but he was just like really small and annoying and high voice and yeah he was strange yeah uh, so i got it i got my ds right yeah it was like 2005 i got my ds yeah came back home the next day he comes in guess what i got the ds yeah and he got a ds too yeah. i got the ds mini yeah <laughs> yeah he got the ds mini yeah yeah i remember yeah, well, he got like the same games that i got and everything yeah. Yeah, and then we were all out me and Trey and and this guy. Yeah, I can't right. remember his name right now. I brought Medios yeah. over so we could play it. I think it <laughs> John, had like download John. play or something. <laughs> but yeah. He was leaning over the balcony playing his DS. I'm like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking the whole time. You're like, do you see John. me doing that, motherfucker? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I didn't mention it because I you know, wasn't a fan of his. And uh, <laughs> gravity happened. And his DS fell. Yeah. On day one that he got his DS, yeah. his DS fell three stories and smashed, cracked in half on the ground. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, that's hilarious. And he was all like, like, oh, he was all sad and everything. Like, and me and Jared was like, oh, well, he just like went back and played. Oh, yeah, he was like, what, do you, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Well, he had this weird, uh, I remember he had this weird cough about him. Like, he would cough a lot and he like coughed and dropped his DS is like what happened like while he was playing it. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, okay. I'm like, I didn't. Weird. I mean, that's good for having a respiratory illness. I don't know if I. I mean, I cough sometimes, but I would have like held onto that DS for dear life. Even if I had like a, if even I was having a cough attack or something, I'd be like, no, I can't afford to buy another one. (laughs) You know, should have used the wrist strap. Well, yeah, yeah, it would have been the thumb shoe, but yeah, (laughs) it wouldn't wouldn't have held it. Yeah. 